Yo. My man. Uh, what's up? Oh, man. The Lions won a playoff game. <laughs> you got right into it. I didn't even get to warm you up. No, it. man. It's like it's on the it's on the top of your mind. Uh, I'm still on the high. I don't blame you, dude. I'm on the high for you. It was so bad. I had to take off the jersey today. Oh, wow. I'm just I'm just rocking. Shout out, shout out my dogs at Mystical Kennels. That's dope. That's a nice hoodie. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I gotta get you one. I, gotta get you one. Got, yeah, please do. You still owe me a damn uh oh, Houston Roughnecks. Yeah, I, I, I owe you roughnecks. that. It's not the Roughnecks. <laughs> Fuck that shit. Did you have the Defenders? It was the DC Defenders. That's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> like Houston Roughnecks. That was like the worst jersey combination in the entire fucking league. And that includes <laughs> the Sea Dragons and their blue and orange and green ridiculous shit. The the Roughnecks were like the whole Texas flag on one side. I was like, what the fuck is this helmet? But <laughs> no, but no, that hoodie is dope. I got on the melanin. I got to bring it back for the one year. You know how we do. But yes, sir. We're looking good and very clean tonight. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You look, you look like freshly shaven, too. You like rocking the whole thing today. I look, I I look kind of, um, what's it called? Uh, I, what, what did the lady say? Uh, I'm glowing. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Let your soul glow. Like, coming to America. Hell, yes, sir. Yo, God, that get... is a classic movie, by the way. Oh, my God. I fucking love that movie. The sequel was okay, but nothing beats the original. That was nothing beats the royal penis is clean, your highness. That's it's in the first five minutes. So I was like, this movie's amazing. The movie's fucking amazing. Oh my god. Can you even like can you even grow facial hair? I don't think I've ever seen you with a beard. No, no man. So um my so it's crazy because my dad has a beard, but it took oh. him a long ass time to grow it. Um so it might Preach. take me a long ass time to grow it. This took me like a solid like five or seven years to grow this shit. And now oh, I, I can't nice. let it go anymore. Because if oh, I shave see, it all down, it'll take forever to come back. I'm I'm talking about like it took my dad about 45 plus years. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> yeah. Is it like a thick beard or is it just kind of like mine where it's well, just like he, he constantly shaves. So he keeps it down. down. Yeah. yeah he keeps I it down. You. That's cool. He so, knows what's up. He knows how hard he is to to earn this shit. It's it's impossible to keep it unless you're like Hungarian. It grows in your sleep. But for people like me, it took me forever. I had no facial hair in high school. I barely had a mustache in college. I barely get one now. So it's like, it took me a lot of like vitamins and minerals and prayers and shit to get to this shit. The gloriousness. And this is not even like as long as I like to keep it. So it's, you it's, want a, to it's Ross. A, hell yeah. I had that going like four years ago where my shit was like halfway down my neck and it was nice and thick. And I took care of it. Like, I miss those. I'm trying to get back to those days, but it's getting mm. harder and harder. Do I need some of that Rogaine just for your beard and shit? It's Man. A little ridiculous. I need that. Like, I just need to grow a mustache first. Just, just a little one. That's all you need. Just, just a little one. Just a little yeah. one. Yeah. Now I like your like goatee. I think the goatee, because mustache, I, mm, I don't know. Well, like the goatee, stash, the porn stash could be wrong. Like, if you do it wrong, it's going to look ridiculous. But yeah, I think a nice, like, goatee or even like a just a five o'clock shadow. I think, man, you're already cleaning up. But I think that'll do it for you. Like, good man. luck, ladies. With the jawline, ah. Oh, uh, how was your week, sir? Um, man, so far it's been um, it's been great. The Lions won a playoff game. I'm still on the high, baby. <laughs> Don't make me go put on my jersey because I just took it off for that. Oh, uh, that's okay. We will we'll get you a quick and dirty recap for that game, of course. 
but I know this man is on cloud nine. I watched that full game front and back, and just like I was almost tearing up with you, man. Like that was oh, it was something to see. What a I fucking they, game. We'll get into it later, but then they I think they said that that game specifically was the most viewed playoff game in like X amount of years. I don't blame them, man. Yeah. Who wasn't watching all the narratives, everything we discussed last week. Who was not watching that fucking game? I don't care if you're a fan of either team. Like, that was, and I even called it, that was the game of the weekend. That needed to be everything working for it. Just made all the drama intense. The crowd was fucking bonkers like I thought they were going to be. Like, it was everything I wanted it to be. And it even had the result I wanted to, so. And look, it's it's Uh, Detroit. We we spoke about this. They don't want to see a playoff game in Detroit because I don't know if they know about Detroit, but. uh, And now they get two of them. Oh mm. boy! Oh mm. boy! Well, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Mm. Mm. We got a big fucking show for these people. But first off, you said your week is going well. I know Detroit won. Anything personal happened? I know after last week's uh, yes. roller coaster. Thank you. I was just about to get into that. Okay, what's up? So since last Wednesday, I've been texting that girl. Yo, uh-huh. are you telling the truth? Yo, are you really pregnant? She kept saying, yeah. And I'm like, okay, then screen record that voicemail and prove it to me. Sure. And then I'll take a DNA test. Woo, woo, whatever. Let's go. She she just ignored me. What? And, and one day I was like, okay, I think it was like Saturday. I was like, okay, let me do some reverse psychology shit on her. Okay. Because I know what's going to catch her attention. So I hit her up on some like, what did I say? I said some nasty shit. I was like, <laughs> I was like, um, something like, yeah, I want to lay you on my bed and crack that shit like how I was cracking it last weekend or some shit like that. I should read it word for word, but I don't it's too dirty. That's all right. <laughs> but then she 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 immediately hit me back on some like flirty shit. Okay. So when she hit me back, I boom, snap right back to reality. Uh oh. So so you was lying, so you're not really pregnant. She was like, No, I just wanted to see how you're gonna react. Stop it. She was lying, dude. And kept that shit going on for damn near a week. That is some sociopath shit. Like, there are so many ways that could have went. There's so many lies she could have told you that would have, you know, been like a prank, but nothing too detrimental. Going the baby route is just fucking psychotic. I'm sorry, but I'm not really sorry. What the fuck? Yeah. So I was like, there's no baby. No, there's no baby. Um, mm. apparently mm. she just wanted to see how I was going to react. I don't know if she wanted to trap me in some type of way. That's what right. it seemed like to me. Um, but I was not going for that shit. Yeah, you were skeptical right away. And you were saying, like, because of who she was, you were pretty determined. Like, you weren't feeling the honesty there. You thought it for yeah. sure they're skeptical. Yeah. And some skepticism behind it. But, like, I just, I can't even wrap my head around why you would do that to somebody randomly i can even see and this is stupid but i could even see if it was like a revenge thing where like she was pissed off at you and then wanted to fuck with you just to kind of get your goat a little bit this honest to god sounds like she woke up one day and just came up with a scheme and said oh yeah this would be fucking funny like that's what it sounds like and again i don't know the girl so i i don't have any context behind it but like that is sociopathic behavior and god damn dude I'm almost sorry you have to go through that because that's fucked up. Even without a baby, that's fucked up. Yeah, no. Uh, shit. I'm never going to talk to her ever again. I certainly <laughs> hope not. I'd be like, that's, that's it. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure you got your, your prank and your experiment out the way. I would never talk to her again. Never, ever. Not, 
delete my number, block my shit. Yeah. Um. So I mean, fuck. I mean, congratulations. I guess. Yeah. I was just gonna say that. Like, <laughs> fuck. At least I ain't having a kid. Like, hey. literally, I was. All right. So <laughs> last, I got paid last Friday on the twelfth. Nice. I was looking at my check and I was like, damn, this shit is gonna be gone once I got to pay for child support. <laughs> And then some, and then some. That's just a support, brother. Man. And so again, you're not an absentee person, so you be buying Jordans and clothes. Like it's so yeah. many nickel and dime shits, like nickel and right. So like it's a whole lifestyle change. That's why I'm like, that's bullshit. No, yeah, you're right. Cause you know, knowing me, the stuff I got, I'm gonna make sure my little man got that too. Hooked or up. Little, absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. But yeah, I mean, at wow. least. At least that ain't happening. Uh, hey, that's but, a good thing. I'm happy that it's not a real thing with somebody you had no business being with. But fuck, man, that's some shit. That's a whole week of stress that you did not need. Yeah, no, like I was, I was going through it. Like I had trouble sleeping. Uh huh. I, I was gonna have a heart attack. A heart attack. Like that, man. That is fatherhood. Like, yo, no, <laughs> listen. Like the fact that I, I thought about the conversations I would have to have with my dad and my mom. Mm. Like, yo. I'm really finna go up to my mom and be like, oh. Mom, this girl is having a baby and the baby is mine. Oh, not you. He looking mom, my mom dude. in the face and pointing to the girl that's having that supposedly would have had my baby. Oh Lord, no. See, my dad <laughs> probably would have been cool with it because my dad just sure. wants grandkids. Of course. He don't really care. Eh. But still, for me to look my dad in the face like, yeah, dad, I got this little hoe pregnant. Oh my God, dude. He would have oh. he would he would have gave a fuck about what I was feeling. He would have been right. like, Oh, wait, wait, you having a baby? I'm having a grandbaby. <laughs> Hey, that's what great. That's great. You, that's great. you <laughs> yeah. have that support. That's good which to is, know. Which is cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah but me and my little being out the window. He was just thinking about the grandbaby. <laughs> <laughs> that's what good grandparents do, though. Like once they once the grandbabies are in the picture, you're out. I'm sorry. Yeah, they don't give a anything. fuck about they you. Don't give a fuck what you're doing. Where are the grandbabies at? But again, that's the kind of support you want. I love. Yeah. I love that my kids have like multiple sets of grandparents who all want to spoil them rotten. And my kids aren't the only grandkids they have. And they still just, oh, especially my mom, those are her first grandbabies. Oh, yeah. You're the oldest. I am the oldest. I mean, I'm not the only one with kids in our family out of my brothers, but I was the first one to have them. I was the first one to have a girl. So my mom, after having four boys, finally had a girl. Oh, man. There was no chance for anybody else. That's that's Those are her babies. So... It is, it's, a, it's a nice thing, but you want it to be the right situation. So I, I'm happy for you, and I'm also very cautious. Just like, holy shit, dude. Yeah, no, careful I'm, who you let in your life. From here on out, condoms. You, oh, yes, condoms. sir. That's when, the P, that's when the final words for the last, like, two straight weeks, maybe even three weeks. <laughs> wrap that shit up. It is never more important than it is right now. <laughs> God. It's yeah. cold as fuck outside, so everybody's shacking up. So y'all need to wrap your shit. When it's cold outside, oh, oh, I got the month of May. You know that you song? See, you see? Do I know that song? Dude, I'm like, I am three times your age. Of course, I know my girl. My God, do I know that song? Yeah, you better be careful with the May showers, bro. That's all I'm saying. That's oh, something I'm else saying. gonna be showering. Oh, exactly. Oh boy. Well, my week was not as. Anywhere of a roller coaster is yours, but I do have a quick story about what happened today because it's fucking Uh-oh. hilarious. Fuck. So I'm at I'm at work. The nice thing about my job I mentioned prior to this was 
it's nice that I have a flexibility where I can work from home if I need to. So my wife decides to call me about 1130 or so, maybe 11 o'clock. And she has holed herself up in my son's room. And she goes, there's a bird in our house. And I go, what do you mean there's a bird in our house? And she sent me a video. And there's a giant fucking bird in my living room. And I go, how did it get in the house? What are you even doing? She goes, I can't mess with the bird. I can't deal with it. It's, I'm in Sully's room. I can't leave. It's flapping around all over the place. What am I supposed to do? And I said, don't open a fucking door and let it out. She goes, I can't do it. So she's freaking the fuck out. So I go to my boss real quick and I go, so this is going to be the dumbest fucking thing I have to ever tell you when it comes to me leaving work. I need to go save my wife from a bird that somehow flew into our house. <laughs> and my boss is cool as shit. He goes, yeah, go ahead and take care of business. It's a family emergency, technically. I go, yeah, because if I don't, I think she'll be in that room for six hours. And my kids will just be waiting at school like, where's mom? So <laughs> I, fucking, I fucking beat it home like 80 miles. I'm on the way, babe, I'm on the way. I, I pull up to the fucking house, and here's the bird happened on my fucking living room window trying to escape and i'm like what the fuck <laughs> oh shit i was like what the fuck is going on so i have my fucking winter it's because it's cold as a bitch outside so i have my winter gloves on and i grab the uh the ice scraper so i'm like i have no weapons what am i gonna do here we go if it comes at me i'm swinging fuck it i don't aspca i don't care if it comes at me it's me or the bird i'm not getting avian flu for none of y'all motherfuckers mm-hmm. so <laughs> yeah pretty much long story short Got her to lock up the dog and everything. I came in, opened all the fucking doors, and this bird, and this thing is gigantic, like a mini eagle. I was like, what the fuck is this bird? I didn't even have enough time to even, like, study it and be like, oh, this is a fucking finch or something. No, it was a giant fucking bird. And it's flapping around in my kitchen. A fucking Pidgeotto. Exactly. It's a pigeon, bro. This thing is <laughs> massive. And I'm like, oh, Wait, I'm it was all- a pigeon? A pigeon. I said, like a oh. you know, Pidgeotto, the evolved oh. version. And oh. I was like, this is a massive fucking bird, not a pigeon. Fuck that. Ooh. Burn the whole house down for that shit. Or if it was like a bat or something. I even asked her, I said, is it a bat or a bird? If it was a bat, just burn the fucking house down. I'm not <laughs> doing it. I'm not fucking doing it. So, again, giant bird is in my kitchen now. And you know how I feel about my kitchen. Mm. On, on the way home, I'm like, if this thing shits in our house, we have to scrub everything with bleach. I'm not trying to get anybody's flu or nothing. Fuck all that shit. Mm-hmm. Long story short, again, I like whistle to the bird because it's in like my kitchen sink. I, you know, trying to get it to like come towards me. And the thing like responds, like it looks dead in my fucking soul. And I was like, what? And they dive bombs at me. And I said, holy fuck. So I do like a Keanu in the Matrix, like back then, <laughs> like to dodge it. And it flies into my fucking like my living room couch again. I was like, what the fuck? And I like look at Rachel and she's like peeking outside the, side, the, the hallway. And I go, give me a blanket. Give me a blanket. And I grab a blanket and I fucking slowly, because the thing had its, its back towards me. So I like grab a blanket and like slowly and calmly throw the shit on the fucking bird and like grab it with my hands and slowly walk it outside and let it free. And that was it. She was traumatized. And I'm like, how the fuck? Did this size bird? Because there's only really one way out of my house. Well, there's a couple ways, but if it's this fucking cold, we're not having all the fucking doors open. I exactly. have no clue how that thing got in my house at that size. Other than the fact that maybe the, she took the kids to school and maybe without anyone noticing, it just flew in kind of behind him. I don't know. 
there's a it's a one way entrance and exit in this house. So that I still have, the front door. So I still have no idea where the fuck that bird came from. But yeah, we scrubbed everything down, and that was my fucking afternoon. Here we are. <laughs> I'm sure no one had a window open. No, there's all the, there's netting in all the windows. So I have no idea where it fucking came from. All I know is the wife was tetra- was terrified. She was ready to sign the fucking mortgage over to that fucking bird and fucking going to witness protection or some shit. I was like, dude, we, how the fuck? But mm, well, that was a fun. Man. That was a fun afternoon. I'm I'm fuck. God damn. See, you're a better man than I am because I'm terrified of birds. <laughs> like, I don't fuck with birds either. But she's bird, the like, one, But she has like six bird houses everywhere. I'm like, you understand? You made this like a bird sanctuary. They probably thought the house. Was a giant birdhouse. Like they thought it was a church for birds. Exactly. Like maybe it's a this is Cancun in this house, and outside are just a little villas or something. But I'm like, they're not afraid of our house. You've made it very warm and inviting. So it's not her fault. But I'm just like, somehow that bird decided that this is a safe space because it wasn't even freaking out that much. It was just kind of sitting around. So I was like, hmm, welcome, I guess. But get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> get the fuck out of my house before you give us avian flu and shit. And I'm not dealing with all that in the midst of winter and COVID and cold and flu season. Then I got a little bird flu mixed in there, too. Fuck all that shit. We scrubbed everything down. Mm. Unbelievable. Did you tell the kids? Oh, yeah. They love it. They weren't here for any of it. So, like, that's an amazing story. I go, yeah, it was terrifying. (laughs) Fuck all that shit. I don't fuck with birds like that, bro. Mm -mm. Uh... Mm -mm. But that's all right. Again, dad mode to the rescue. What we do. That was actually husband mode. But, you know, hey. Hey, you know what you deserve, Siege? I'm not going to say it, but you know what you deserve. <laughs> hey, yo. That, that is uh, That was already paid for. Woo. And she knows after the show is a second down payment. That's all I'm saying. Ooh, ooh, let's anyway. hurry up and get this shit done, man. Anyway. <laughs> My boy got something to nail. <laughs> uh, she knows the fee. The hero fee is very, very evident. Yes. Uh, but before we start the show, because we got a big show for these people, Let's get into a quick and dirty NFL playoff recap because we had six games go on this weekend. We had a shot bet on one that I will start with, but let's just do a quick rundown of how things went and a little bit maybe a preview just for your game because you're like you said, your boys have won a playoff game. They are on to the next round, but we'll get there in a second. Let's first start with Browns Texans because that was when we had shot bet on the Cleveland Browns. CJ Stroud's Houston Texans. And boy, oh boy, was I fucking wrong about this one. I will take my shot bet. But that Cleveland Browns defense that I said was going to be lights out and 2 0 1 for CJ Stroud. Again, I think these guys listen to the show and I don't think they'll ever admit that. But I think he heard my ass. But he said, Oh, I can't handle a stellar defense? Bet. I got you. What a beating that the Texans put on the Browns. This was 45 to 14. This was C.J. Stroud looking like a 10-year vet, like he has been all season long, and Flacco turned back into a pumpkin, just like I messaged you and said, all of a sudden in the third quarter, he just couldn't handle it, and he throws back-to-back pick sixes, and the whole fucking thing fell apart for Cleveland. Unfortunately, Stroud magnificent against that defense, leading Houston to 24 first-half points, got all his receivers involved, all mm-hmm. game long, really showed out. What do you think about this game? Will I take my losing shot? Thank you very much. This game went exactly how I thought it would. Uh, so to say I'm surprised eh, would kind of be a lie. 
I expected C.J. Stroud to play this well. I came on this show and said C.J. Stroud would have a great game and lead this team to a victory, and he did just that. Um, Nico Collins, again, was a man amongst boys. He was unguardable. Um, I think he caught all of his targets. I think he had, what, six or – I don't know how many receptions. Six or seven receptions. I six receptions for 96 yards and a touchdown. Yes, yes. He's – Big time. Uh, since Tank Dell is, you know what I'm saying, lost for the season, which is – Yep, yep. Such, oh, man. Oh, man. They had Tank Dell, worse. Oh, my God. They would have dropped even 70. Worse. Absolutely. Because oh, he's like C.J. Stroud's favorite target. Oh, yeah, as he should be. And that's what I'm leading into, like – Nico Collins is slowly turning into that. He's slowly transitioning and turning into that number one receiver, um, like the Texans drafted that 6'4 monster out of Michigan to be. Um, but Ooh. the Cleveland defense did what they could. Um, but when your offense can't help you and is kind of inept to a certain degree, you can only do so much. And Absolutely. there comes a certain point where you just look at the other quarterback and you're like, damn, kind of wish I was on your team. Mm, that was I mean, I'm not crazy, saying that's dude. what they were thinking, but yeah. No, but I can see the, the sentiment for sure for that one because that was just whew, just a whooping. CJ went 16 to 21, uh, 274 yards and three touchdowns, just an immaculate fucking game. And Texans are moving on, baby. First playoff win in a long time. And I mean, actually, not that long, but long enough. And that shit, they look yes. like a very tough team to take out. It's, I can't wait for the second round of this fucking playoffs. Oh my God. Uh, Next game, Chiefs and Dolphins in that frigid cold temperature, zero degrees to start, down to negative 21, negative 24 wind chill. And we both said, hey, Dolphins, y'all play on the beach. Y'all can't handle them fucking temperatures like that. Mm -mm. And that's exactly what the fuck happened in this game. This was really Casey all the way. Travis Kelsey had his decent game, but now we're used to seeing from him. It was more average. However... Oh, he'll say, yeah, seven for, uh, seven receptions, 71 yards. But he had a good impact in the game. The real story, though, is the emergence of Rasheed Rice, who mm-hmm. was a superstar. Eight receptions, 130 yards, and a touchdown. And honestly, Dolphins just could not rally no matter what they did. They only got seven points in the second quarter, and that was it. They couldn't do anything. They couldn't get the run game going. Even someone like Moss would only have 33 yards. Like, Finns had no answers, and a lot of people are calling for Tua's head now, which I think is a little little much at this point, a little pushing it, because trust me, it's a quarterback wasteland out here. But I think Dolphins need to look in the mirror a little bit after this fucking game. What do you think? Uh, I thought you brought up uh, one good point about uh, Mostert in the run game. Yeah. Um, that style of running does not transition over in the cold. Mm-mm. That east to west shit, no, nah, that shit don't work in the cold. Nobody, it. nobody wants wants to run in the cold. God unless, no, God no. No one wants to run or tackle. Hell no, that would that's so, gonna hurt so bad. So what works in the cold is power running, which is what Isaiah Pacheco did. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, I love the fact that the Chiefs gave him the ball twenty four times on the ground. Woo! I love Animal. how they just fed him because that's what you have to do in these type of games. I know Mahomes threw what forty some odd times. Uh yeah, forty one attempts made twenty three of them, uh two hundred sixty two yeah. yards and one touchdown. So you know, yeah. you give Mahomes his throws, his attempts, and you give Pacheco his his food too. Make sure he that's eats. Right. That's right. Um, and that's to me why the Chiefs won this game. They found a good balance with the run and the pass. They're realizing that hey, Kelsey's kind of on the back end now. He's actually getting a little older. We need to feature our up and coming guy, Rasheed Rice. Mm. Make sure he gets his touches. 
Um, and he was eating out there. Um, one guy I want to spotlight for the Chiefs defense is uh, Legereus Sneed. He mm. had this one play where he jammed the shit out of Tyreek. He jammed him <laughs> at the line of scrimmage. Tyreek fell to the ground. He pushed him down again and pushed him down again. I've never seen anybody do that to Tyreek Hill. Mm. And so shout out to Legereus Sneed. I've always knew you was a baller, but God, damn, you've been getting better and better each season. It's been very public that he's been getting better, too. So I love it. I love the improvement he's been showing out there. Uh, Next up, Green Bay and Dallas. Oh, boy. This one, I didn't care who won. This is a a tale of two frauds. But at the end of the day, Green Bay showed out. And the Cowboys, who we talked about being unbeatable at home, just wow. It fell apart so fast. This was the Jordan Love. And fucking Aaron Jones showed three touchdowns apiece. Bad Dak Prescott showed up again, and it just fell apart. I know the final score is 48-32, but honestly, most of the t- Dallas's points was all garbage. Anyway, pretty much game was well out of hand, and Dak is out there throwing two picks. It was an absolute ass-kicking, and it set off a thousand memes about Jerry Jones calling for Belichick and Dallas fans just punching TVs everywhere. Well, a quick couple minutes about what you think about that game, sir. Uh, I thought Jordan Love looked really, really good. This is the best he's looked all year. It's getting better uh, and better. Yeah, and um, I must say, it looks like Green Bay found another one. I know That's I've been talking shit about Jordan Love. Fucking honestly, hell, man. Like, after that, because that was actually a tough defense. It was. Absolutely. Um, and so, to do that against that defense, I'm very impressed. Um, I'm surprised Jaden Reed barely got to touch the rock. He was the only um, one who really didn't. Yeah, yeah, because you know Jordan Love likes to spread it around. I know Dobbs had a big game. He he was yep. hot from the jump. Woo! I don't know what was on his mind, but he came out there like, "Yo, I'm the number one receiver." Absolutely. Um, he was balling, and um, Jair Alexander. Ah, uh, he yes. needs to be mic'd up at all times. I, I wonder so. what the fuck he was saying when he would he when he got that pick six. I wonder what he was saying <laughs> while he was running because I know he was talking before he scored, mm. while he was scoring, and then yes. after he scored. I just I need this man mic'd up. And for it to be its own segment of every ESPN or Fox show that there is. Because that man is box office. Absolutely. But, um, one quick thought about the Cowboys. Um, they did what Cowboys do. Absolutely. Every year. Every single year. Every um, year. Dak, I, I said, you know, we both said the Cowboys would win this game. But it'd mm. be like not an easy win. Exactly. Because <laughs> right. we know who the Cowboys are. That's right. Um and Dak did exactly what I thought he would do. Instead of throwing the other team in the game, he threw his team out of the game. <laughs> Literally, yes. And like, that was it. Fuck. Oh my God. They need and as we just saw about less than an hour ago, even though all the memes said that McCarthy was gonna get let go and that Jerry Jones is gonna try to bring Belich again, they just announced Mike McCarthy is back for next year. So here we go again, Cowboys fans. Let's hear the same shit. At the beginning of next year, is you still them boys? Oh, it's our year. It's our year. Huh? Oh, mm. Dak sucks. Fire McCarthy. Oh, we do great in the regular season. We shit the bed in the first round every year. So, congratulations on another cycle of that. Yikes. Go ahead with your Lions and Rams, sir. The Lions have won a playoff game. Stafford came home. He got booed out the building, but the game was amazing. What did you think? Man, I thought the entire game would have been like the first half. Mm. First half, both teams were driving the ball, scoring, getting points. So Almost even. every single drive. Yep. Um, Stafford didn't miss a throw. Goff didn't miss a throw. Uh, receivers were winning at the line of scrimmage. Both it was of them. beautiful offense in the first half. Oh. 
Second half came, and all that shit changed. Gone. Said, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> they went back into the halftime locker room. They took off whatever fucking bullshit Hello Kitty helmet they were wearing, threw them bitches <laughs> to the side, and picked up their hard hats, put them bitches on, went back up on the field, and there were only nine total points scored for the rest of the game. Crazy. Crazy adjustments. Um, I just wanted to say, shout out to Matthew Stafford. Oh, yes. He was fucking balling. Like, he was taking shots in the pocket. Uh, He took some big hits. He was under duress damn near the entire game. Aiden <laughs> yeah. Hutchinson was fucking that right tackle up. I don't know who he is, <laughs> but he's somehow a captain on that team. And Aiden Hutchinson was eating Eat that lunch. dinner. Um, Absolutely. Puka Nakua. Oh, my Lord. Wow. Puka wow. Nakua was out there giving Cam Sutton the work. What you called? You're not a Cam Sutton guy. I mean, I I knew they were gonna give us some work. Like it's the inevitable, and that's <laughs> Puka, exactly what they did. Yeah, Puka Stafford. had nine receptions, 181 yards, and a touchdown. Puka was everywhere in this game. Everywhere he was, he was catching screen passes, taking them up the up the field for first downs. Yeah, he was winning against press coverage, burning Cam Sutton, catching big. Bu- Ooh, I almost said some Woo! real. Catching, catching, I'm, oh, it's gonna sound <laughs> catching what now? <laughs> catching deep balls down the field. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you went for it. You went for it. There it is. But I mean, it, it is what it is, though. It is what it is. Hey, deep balls, man. <laughs> um, and on the flip side, I just wanted to say, remember how I said in the past, hey, the Detroit Lions, I don't give a fuck that we lost against Seattle or against right. Dallas, and we went for it three times in a row because we're an aggressive team. That's what we do. That's what Dan Campbell does. That's right. Guess what we did? Mm. Game on the line. Second mm. and nine. A minute left in the fourth quarter. What did Dan Campbell call? Dan Campbell said, I'm going to put the ball in the hands of Jared Goff so he can throw it to my best player. That's exactly That's right. what he said at the press conference. There you go. And Amaran St. Brown did what? He caught that pass, and that sealed the game. <laughs> it was second and nine, people. The right move to do is to run the ball, kill some more clock, force a timeout, and mm. then pick up the ball and throw it on third down. But no, he said, fuck that. I'm my big-ass ball. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. And the Lions win it. They get a playoff win. The monkey is off their back. And we move forward and we see how far this is going to go because now the NFC is wide open. And we'll get into that in just one second of why it's wide open. Uh, next was Bill Steelers. <laughs> Bills won, like we said, moving yep. on. Anyway, last but not least, Philadelphia and Tampa. We talked about Philly and how they've been shaky, how the wheels are starting to fall off after going 10 and 1 and then finishing 5 and 6 before heading to Tampa in the first round. And I was saying, hey, Philly was – this is the get-right game. They are too talented to lose in Tampa. Boy. Oh. Boy, oh, boy. I'm sorry. The, the wheels fell completely off the wagon, and Philly got absolutely smoked by Tampa. Baker Mayfield – you people call it a, re, like a revitalization of his career? No. I think it's just the right fit, finally. He finally is on a team that accentuates his strengths – and he had them balling. And don't get it twisted. Philly tried. Devontae Smith, eight catches, 148 yards. But the rest of the team didn't get it going. No run game. DeAndre Smith was completely eliminated. There was no A.J. Brown for Philly. I just and honestly, say, if, 
it wouldn't even matter if it A.G. Brown, I think. Like, this was all Tampa. Whoever calls the plays for the Philadelphia Eagles needs to be fired. Because um, there's no way you should come out and empty all the fucking time. You know what happens when you come out and empty? First of all, you don't have A.J. Brown out there, so they exactly. really don't give a fuck. They're going to play you one-on-one and just shade over Devontae Smith. That's right. all they do. And you know what they're going to do? They're also going to send six because you're only blocking oh, five. Right. Five, six, do the math. What are you thinking? Like, Keep somebody in there to help Jalen Hurts because he was under duress the entire game, didn't give your team a single shot, didn't run the ball not one time, and when you did run the ball, it was ineffective. Mm, 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 so mm. just fire both coordinates. I don't know if Nick Sirianni needs to go necessarily, but Matt Patricia. I don't think so. Matt Patricia, Patricia for what sure. The, what the fuck are you doing, sir? Get him the fuck right? out of there, and whoever their play caller is, get him the fuck out of there too. Hell yeah. Like, what are you thinking? So it's, oh my God. I, I agree. No, Sirianni used to stay. That I think the media kind of hyped it up a little bit. He, yeah. You know, everybody's in the fucking hot seat, and he's not doing a lot of great answers in the media about what's going on with Philly and all that shit. They're still too talented to let it all fall apart. I'm not even mm-hmm. going to take anything away from them. What happened this season is whatever happened. But Philly winning 10-1 and one is on the sneeze at. That's not a fluke. After being in the Super Bowl the, the previous year, that's not a fluke. That is something fundamentally is wrong that they have to address and they have to fix. But I don't see some big drop off. Every year, there's a Super Bowl hangover, and the team that made it and didn't win seems to fall apart. This is not that. I still mm-hmm. think Philly, top to bottom, is wildly talented. But this was eye-opening. And kudos to Tampa, honestly. Tampa was dead to rights. Tampa like won six out of their last seven games. After losing six out of their first seven games. So dramatic turnaround from Tampa. It's hard to beat momentum. And like we said before, Mayfield is not a quarterback to fuck with. He will throw over 400 yards on you if you let him. He will. If he's got the right weapons, Mayfield is great. He's great enough. But who's really great? Mike fucking Evans. Holy shit. This was his game to make whatever money he's trying to make. And Evans was all over the field. It was insane. I mean, now he only had uh, three receptions, 48 yards, but he made all that shit count, honestly. Like, I saw Evans at crucial moments to the point where I thought he was going to be a bigger deal, maybe a couple drops here and there, but Evans is somebody you need that safety valve. And when they needed him the most, Evans delivered. And I think that's something where I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if he's safe in Tampa, tries to get it back somewhere else. Who the fuck knows for Mike Evans, but that man is still wildly talented. And I think he's a big reason that Tampa sustained the momentum that they were building on Philly. Maybe not be completely responsible for it, but he was a big reason why they kept it going. That defense, though, Tampa's defense is underrated, and they showed out against a not banged-up Philly offense, but a shaky one, which is surprising. The people who are out here saying Jalen Hurts isn't the guy, y'all need to chill out, too. Y'all need to chill out. Everybody's making a rash judgment Philly is just fine, but moves need to be made. I am very excited for this next round, this divisional round. Lions get Tampa. Again, Lions get a second fucking playoff home game. Woo! I'll give you a preview since we're still waiting for our, our guests to arrive, but what do you think about Detroit and Tampa, sir? Uh, Detroit and Tampa. So this is um this is a dangerous game, but it's not a... I don't view it as um, dangerous as the game with the Rams. Mm. Actually, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, th- this game is still dangerous because 
you know, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Trey Palmer now, K. Dotton. Like, Baker Mayfield has weapons. Mm. Uh, and our secondary is obviously torchable, very flammable. They, they can get got, as you always said. <laughs> they can get got. I try to keep it professional, but they can get got. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm I'm really afraid of their defense. Ooh, like I said, defense balled out, bro. Like, yeah. Um, I was surprised about how good they played in this game. Their their secondary is a a physical secondary, mm-hmm. but then their front is an athletic front, so it's almost backwards. Mm. Um, Devin White and Levante David sideline to sideline. Hey, Vita Vea had a great game against the uh, Eagles. Yeah. He stopped the tush push. That's how that good was of a game huge. That was big. Um, that was real big. So uh, we we really have to get the run game going. We didn't have a good game offensively the last time we beat them. Uh, I think it was like week two or some shit. Week six, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, I said week two. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah. I think it was, it was when they were in yeah, the middle of six early. out of seven. And then early. they won six out of seven. So I think Lions were the big turning point for them. They woke up after the Lions lost. Like, fuck, yeah, I think our defense oh. held the six points. I'm like Tampa, that. too. Yeah. Um, so I'm I'm expecting a good game from our defense. I think our defense will obviously not hold them the six points, but our defense will play good. Not worried mm. about that. Yeah. I'm just worried about their defense playing amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it's different on the road, though. I know it's, yeah. it's not, you can't put all the stock into on the road versus at home, but, like, again, no, it's, no, that we're going to have that advantage. Was, Don't get me yeah. wrong. I was yeah. going to say, in this case, I'm giving that to Detroit because Detroit was just – I they were fucking I expect, bouncing. I still expect us to win this game. Um, I expect it to be more like the second half of that uh, L.A. Rams and Lions game. Yeah. So, still expect us to win this game. I'd say we win 20, 27-20. I would agree. I think Lions get this. Man, I'm telling you, I say NFC is vulnerable – but if you look at these remaining teams, the NFC, I know you can beat Green Bay. I'm yeah. pretty confident you already beat Tampa. Like these are teams that you've already shown are vulnerable. These are teams you've already shown are like you have the blueprint to beat them. The yeah. only one is really the Niners, and that's like nope. I ain't worried about the Niners. You're not worried about them. You haven't no, worried about them. That's at the all, team so. I'm least worried about. That's the crazy thing. <laughs> that's what I'm worried about. Worried about. Niners. <laughs> I'm worried about. Tampa and that defense and Baker Mayfield getting hot. I'm worried about Jordan Love all of a sudden catching fire. Yeah. That's what I'm worried about. See? I ain't worried about the fucking 49ers and Brock Purdy. <laughs> I hope that doesn't bite you in the butt. I know you you haven't been They're about to lose the Green Bay. Oh, don't say that. Oh, no. I'm I telling you. That. I can't have that happen. Brock Purdy is going to expose himself, and I cannot wait. Ooh, it's going to happen, but I'm just hoping they take care of Green Bay first. Historically, Niners are just the better team than Green Bay. Green Bay can't stand playing them. And it's in San Fran. So, like, but Green Bay has been smoking teams lately. So I don't blame you for ranking it the way you do because what the fuck, man? But yeah, I normally Green Bay, done. Green, Bay, Green Bay normally loses there anyway. That's true. Historically. Which, historically. Um, so, I mean, fuck. They might he could still turn be into salty. Colin Kaepernick for a day. I don't know, fucking know. That's very fucking true. Sure. <laughs> God. That's all right. We're going to see what happens. These are going to be some great fucking games. Baltimore gets to play CJ Stroud. So that game is going to be ridiculous, too. The rest of the games, are, you know, we get Kansas City and Buffalo again, too, which is ah, fun for them. Sorry, Buffalo. I think you're about to run to a buzzsaw again. But 
That's a great divisional round. We'll see how it fucking goes from there, too. So we should get the show started. Still waiting for our guest, which is okay. I got one in the waiting room. Just waiting for the other one to show up. But we can hit that fucking music and start a very special episode. What do you think? Let's get it. Let's fucking get it. One, two, Yes. So we are here. You are here. And we appreciate you joining us for the one year anniversary of the Bank Bro Show. We have fucking arrived. We've done it, sir. One year in the books. And if you're joining us today for the first time, or if this is your 52nd episode joining us, we love you either way. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for all your time, attention, and love and gratitude that you've given us. It's received and given right back to you because we wouldn't be here without you. Again, we do it for ourselves, but we like doing it for you too. And in case you didn't know our fucking names, I'm Siege, the bird whisperer. That is Ryan, the cat burglar. Get it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's, a little, that's a little innuendo for your ass. <laughs> uh, but yes, we are back. Uh, we got all the sports news out the way right away because this episode we want to be very special. This man and I have been talking for a long time about what we want to do for this episode. And uh, the biggest thing about it was not really a lot of sports that we want to talk about. We want to get into some other topics, make the show a little more robust filled out a little bit more instead of just blabbing about what we think about sports results all the time. So this episode is very relationship based. We're going to have some special guests join us very soon here. And we're going to play a little game that gets us talking about relationships and kind of how we think about them in certain situations, get some real insight from a variety of perspectives. And it's going to be fucking great. Uh, Before any of that, sir, I want you to pick one moment from this one year of the show that was your favorite or just a really memorable moment that you liked and let us know what you think about it. What was your favorite moment from the show this year? Um, A memorable moment that I have yeah. uh, was um that one day we were getting drunk and just answering deep questions that let's get deep day or whatever. Pause. <laughs> the last ugly let's get deep. Yes. Yeah. Um, That was one of the more, more memorable ones because like, I felt like, I feel like that's the shit like I really want to talk about. Like I actually want to talk about like real shit. Absolutely. Um, like not just with life, but then with like everything. Like I want to talk about the depths of everything. Like when we talk about the games, I want to talk about the depths of the game. I want to talk about why this <laughs> happened, why that happened, the X's and O's. I want to talk about that and not just surface level stuff. And so it's yeah. it's always good to to dive deep into shit, no matter what it is. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. I think any episode we had like that where we able to kind of just speak from the heart and just really get into like what really makes us tick. It's always been fucking fun, but the let's get deep shit. That's like, we just put all the other bullshit aside and just say, Hey, let's just talk some fucking nonsense and shit. This reminds me of all the game episodes where we just bullshit. It's, I think we get the best content from that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I think our analytics show that too. If I could, uh, to my horn a little bit. Yes. That was, uh, yeah, those are the more popular episodes for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm, for sure. 
Oh, man. My favorite, and I, I will stand by it forever. It's still the funniest fucking moment in the show's history so far in 52 episodes was the NFL draft episode and your rant about the Philadelphia Eagles stealing all the SEC all-stars. It is my favorite moment. It pops in my head every fucking like other week where you lose your shit about Howie Roseman and all the moves he made to move around and get all these big ass pieces from Georgia and Alabama while your team is picking all your Iowa boys and Sam Laporta and you were about to throw yourself off a fucking bridge because you thought you were getting like eight players in a row and that none of them came to you because fucking Philly kept sniping them from you and trading down with you. It was, it was hilarious. If you never heard it, folks, go back. I mean, when did the draft start? Was that last April? Around, around April. Around April, yeah. So go yeah. back around last April, so you'll find a draft recap episode. And this man had the rant of all rants. It was fantastic. Oh my god! Because <laughs> yeah, we okay. took the, we took Laporta and we took Campbell. That's right. Yeah. You got Hammond Hooker though, so you were very happy with yeah. that. And Brian, Brando, was, and Brian, yeah, Brian Banch, you were a big fan of that shit too. Yeah. But it was that first round that you were going to the fucking roller coaster, man. And I. <laughs> I'll never forget that shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, Rachel sent me the video of the bird. Yeah, see? You see that shit? She probably heard heard you talking about it. <laughs> yeah, that was fucking the fuck? ridiculous, dude. What the fuck? Oh, hell see? no. That's a big-ass fucking bird, dude. <laughs> Your face. That's my... Dude, are you joining us? You understand it's 947, and we wanted you on 930, and we're recording right now. You're even on the show right now. Can you join us? Were you sleeping? Okay. Um, you can be in bed. You're on camera, but as long as you look good in bed, it's all fine. Thank you. We'll be waiting for you. Okay, bye. This bitch was napping at 9.48, even though I told her, be on at 9.30, and we record every Wednesday, and I even talked to her about this at 4 p.m. today, and this bitch still took a nap. <laughs> hey, I can't even say yeah. shit because I remember one episode I fell asleep. Yes, you fucking <laughs> did the same thing. I can't even say shit, man. She'll fit in perfectly, bro. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, she's jumping on now. The other guest has been here just waiting patiently. Girl on the side, but I've been talking to her like because she knows they know each other, so it's gonna be fucking fun. But I think my people canceled beforehand. But fuck That's my what people. I'm saying. If you, yeah, I ain't gonna us. say the names, but fuck y'all. <laughs> I'm gonna talk all that shit. Oh yeah, woo woo woo. Uh, I'm shy. Uh, shy. I'm gonna be busy. Oh, now you're gonna be busy. I know you ain't got no hoes. Like, bro, come on, man. <laughs> Nobody is busy on a Wednesday night. I'm telling you. And That's I, the I, I know reason. you ain't smashing, bro. Like, come on, at, man. Let's at 9:30 p.m., there's no fucking way, bro. There's no fucking way. And you know who you, you know who you are. Of course. I hope they hear that shit too. No, they I will. They, do. they will. <laughs> And that other person, that I knew you be talking too much shit not to be saying shit now. Oh, I called Joe Bluff and where the fuck you at? See? It's a lot. It's one thing to talk about it. It's nothing to come on the show. She's staying on business. She's she she's them type of girls that like make there playlists for dudes that like fucked her over type shit. She's Oof. one of them type girls. She wanted she she one of them like like um you know that song BS by Janae Aiko? Yes, I do. She's like if she if that song was a person, that'd be her. <laughs> Which is fine, but she'd be like out there like that. 
like, oh, dudes ain't shit, woo, woo, woo. And I'm like, okay, come on the show. Let me let me hear it. Let's let's talk about it, right? Y'all, oh, I'm shy. Mm-mm. Yeah, say it with your whole chest, y'all. Say it with your whole yeah. chest. We it's an open invite. If you are a fan of the show, if you just heard of us for the first time, we don't care who you are. I don't care if you're famous or not famous. Come on the show in year two. That's what we're about. It's the community outreach. We want to hear from you. If y'all got all these fucking opinions you want to put on social media, this is the platform for you to actually say it with your whole chest. That's all I'm saying about that. Mm -hmm. But our guests have arrived. I will let them in right now, and we will get the fun started. This motherfucker put a headshot on here. (laughs) I'm fucking dead. (laughs) Where's your real face, Dre? She's muted. She's muted. Her camera's off. She was in bed before this. <laughs> Hilarious. But that's all right. Oh, there she is. Looking good in bed. Oh, you sleep with a hoodie on? Really? Yo, it's cold, man. I get it, but that's a little... I mean, yeah. It's yeah. like what? Negative 20? Pretty much. And she eating too? See, she fits right in. So, you know, she gets the vibe already. Late eats all the time, man. Oh, I have God. to say, I mean, I might be a little drunk. I thought that you guys drink on the show, so we I do participate. So I just took a shot. I might, I might have drank too much to participate, but I'm here. It's all good. Look, we had one whole episode where we were just here getting shit faced, so it's all good. Okay, mm-hmm. I'll blend right in then, because yeah. oh yeah. yeah. Here I am. What are um, you eating? White Castle? What the fuck is that burger? Um, I'm eating quick, quick trip. I was just about to say quick trip. <laughs> hey, quick trip be smacking. I ain't even gonna lie. Oh, yo, yeah, don't let me fucking hate on quick trip. Those are some of the chicken best. Sandwich. Fuck yeah, dude. Some of the <laughs> best breakfast sandwiches I've ever had in my life. 100%. If y'all not from here, because, you know, we got fans all across the world, including Belgium. Shout out to Belgium. And if they don't know about quick trip, Y'all missing out. That's a Midwest treat. That's what I'm that is. Same. It's Midwest mm. class. It's not even it really a treat. Is. It's just Midwest class. Class. I, I if you ain't vibing with Quick Trip, you ain't vibing. That's for damn sure. What were you? <laughs> what were you drinking on before you got here? There's Danny. Um. Unfortunately, Ooh. I had a blend of uh, martinis, beer, old fashioned. So, um, damn. Blake, Blake had to come pick me up. Um. I was yeah. I was like, I was I was thrown up. So oh my god, who gets this trash on a Wednesday night? I don't normally, but my boss handed me a card and was like, "Happy holidays, thank you for everything." And it was like a nice check inside of it, and I felt obligated to hang out and drink a lot. So oh, here we are, man. Oh. Yeah. That explains why you were passing the fuck out. I'm like, I talked I'm to her like. I'm fucking sorry. I'm so I'm... sorry. Hey, Danielle. Oh my god, hey, girl. You're so oh. hot. Oh shit. You're so hot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this will be great. This will be fucking great. Uh, I guess I'll do the intro since this man. I was even know all that shit. Um, I'm all about so, a grand entrance. I fucking love it. That's an amazing entrance. Probably the best one we've had on the show so far. Um, so like my boy and I've been saying, this is the one year anniversary. We wanted for weeks and months to do a relationship panel, to really just get into some hot topics and get some different perspectives from people in different relationship styles. I, myself, you know, long-term married, 
That man is single and trying to bingo a little bit, but not too much because we wrap our tools around here. Um, mm. But the ladies joining us because he most of this is on Spotify, but we'll get this on YouTube as well. You know, we're the bank bros. I thought it was a good idea to ask them. I was going to call you bank broads, but I don't think women like being called broads at least anymore. No. No, so no. I was gonna say <laughs> no. we got some bank sisters on the line here, so that's hilarious. Hey, uh, so I will start with Miss Danny over here, who has been patiently waiting for Dre's drunk ass to join us. But Danny is here. Uh, Danny and I have followed each other through three different finance jobs, uh, whether she's following me or I follow her, who the fuck knows. But she works back office for a national bank. I taught her how to be a sales powerhouse. I don't care what she says. I taught her everything I know. <laughs> and she's been a dear friend for many years. Um, Danny, tell us about just your kid situation, your relationship situation, just so everybody knows your status uh, while you're on the panel today. Sure, sure. So it's kind of a, a crazy situation. Um, so I have two kids um, from two different relationships. Um, my older daughter, <clears throat> I'm actually back together with her dad. We've been to get back together for almost four years. Um, things are going really well. Um, that's kind of like the gist of it. They're seven and four. Um, and they, they definitely give us a run for our money. So, um, yeah. <laughs> Kevin and I have known cute. each other for almost 10 years. So, mm. yes, we've, we've shot it. We've shouted out Kev on this show many times. He's a regular listener, probably our number one fan. Love Kev. He's been a great advocate for the show. Uh, yes, this is his significant other. So I had to bring Danny oh. on because I know she's got perspectives on relationships for sure because we talk about it all the fucking time at the bank instead of selling accounts like we were supposed to. So that's usually where we cut our teeth. Which bank, Which bank did you guys work we at? We can't say on the line. You know that. We can't say it, but it's, it's the bank you're thinking of. I'll put it that way. I, I try to get you. I try to get there, you. I know. I'm not, you know I'm not going to slip. I've only had one shot tonight. I'm not going to slip. And you know that. However, somebody here had all the shots. And that is Miss Dre over here. Another <laughs> former banker rival of mine uh, turned into I, a real friend. Yeah, you was a rival, but I beat her ass every fucking week and she knows it. But... I, no, it's okay. No. It's okay. You can admit that. I would that. have no idea what bank you're talking about. I, mm. I let it go. <laughs> that's very true but it turned into a a true friendship again our kids uh know and hang out and they get along they understand each other same about age bracket as well i became her spiritual advisor her video game teacher for a little bit uh she is a a former top performer in the miss united states of america pageant circuit she is a military wife an entrepreneur and a jackie of all trades for a Pretty big sports firm. I'm not going to say their name, but uh, this is Dre. And Dre, go ahead and tell us about your kids and marriage situation as well. Wow, that's well, that's quite the uh, introductory. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> and I don't normally drink heavily on Wednesday nights, just so you know. Any night, uh, I've never um, seen you drunk. I don't believe you, but well, <laughs> here I am, and what a time to be alive. I love it. Um, no, I see you were like my you were like my internal life coach. Like if it weren't for you, I wouldn't have got through my days at said bank. Wink wink. <laughs> it's all the same bank. All the same bank. <laughs> all, all the same bank. Yep. Um but yes, uh happily married to my military spouse and we have been together for 
Oh, shoot. I'm really going to age myself here. 12 Ooh. years. She's not that um, old, people. 12 years. Yeah. In, um, married for nine, almost 10. But yeah. looking for answers. Like nine years, 10 years? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think when you really get up there, it really starts to add up. So I'm sorry. It blends. Honestly. And we have a nine and seven year old almost 10 and eight year old so very close Woo. to your two which is nice yeah it's nice when it works <laughs> yeah about an ice cream truck going not at my house it's not me it's your house. i'm gonna guess it's danny because my house is silent <laughs> low-key that's kind of scary a little bit it's a, a clock like, it's a clock God, it's a clock even more scary <laughs> what the it's fuck i was waiting for the, the face clown to pop out. oh that's my like god no, no, no. The face of it opens and it plays different songs. And during holidays, you can change it to play Christmas music. Like a cuckoo clock. But cooler. Is it cooler? <laughs> yeah. fact, it's definitely creepier. Ooh, it's definitely yeah. creepier. Okay, well, next time it happens, it happens on the hours. <laughs> not, next time I'll take a video for you guys. Nice. It if it's not a quick trip truck, we don't want it. Which That's is very true. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> well, I wish you a Merry Christmas. So Christmas is over, and you know that we're done with Christmas. We are moving on. I'm sick of Christmas. This shit's all right. Gone. Yeah, I know you are Grinch. Yes, Grinch. That's all right. Whatever. We took the Christmas decorations down today, so oh, it's gone. And I love it. My house Ooh. is my house again. Wow, <laughs> wasn't my choice. That was the wife. She did it on her own. Say you let it no stay pressure. No. Oh, well, you know we had our. All their other Christmases in January up until like I last suppose. weekend. So we kind of had to keep it going, but that's done now. I am off the circuit. We are back to square one as we should be. Okay. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. But anyway, yes, we want to bring you ladies on, get perspectives. As we said, single, married, military spouse, and long-term relationship. You guys have all seen shit. You guys are all personally going through a lot of stuff that has kind of built your relationship IQ, so to speak. So we're going to play a little game that's going to help us talk about different perspectives and relationships. And that's a game we like to call Let's Get Deep. How and deep? It's, How deep? It's, we're going to get pretty fucking deep this time. Last we time. Let's yeah. give it give it to us deep. Give it to <laughs> I was expecting that joke from him, not from you. Oh, my God. But we're already getting there. I, I love Dre with Tequila, whatever she's got. <laughs> so this is a very simple game. It's barely even a game. It's just me going to ask you questions, and I will shoot it to you. You know, I'll say your name and just give us your answer. I don't care how long you go. We got all day. It's our fucking thing. But I know some of y'all are past your bedtimes, so try to keep it as short and sweet as you fucking can. <laughs> don't make it too short because then it's not even good for a show. You feel me? Cool. And the levels of these questions are a little different. We're going to start with our icebreaker questions, oh, get into some deep questions, and then, of course, follow up with the deeper questions. And I have a few wild cards as well. We won't go through all these questions. I'm going to try to just sort through and just see what feels right at the moment, and we go from there. Does anybody have any questions before we get started? I do. Um, yes. I'm going to go ahead and start deep. Ryan, uh, why are you single? Ooh. What the fuck? Damn. Yeah. No, I'm playing. I'm playing. Why am I single? Um, I guess I just haven't found anybody I liked yet. Okay. Yeah. She said, "Why are you single?" <laughs> she came right at you. Yeah, for real. Oh, man, I feel. I feel wow. attacked. 
Wow. I see how this game's gonna go. I see. How I liked it. I liked it. Or something like, damn. But absolutely, are cards. But she just sped <laughs> right ahead. My first question was gonna be, what's your favorite holiday? But damn, damn. I don't think we need to ice break anything. Dre's no, 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 no. In. We just let's just get deep. Let's just get deep. Let's, let's okay. <laughs> skip that shit. Okay, I'm gonna get to the wild card right away because Dre's already feeling that vibe, and I like oh, no. it. Okay, first question is for Danny. Danny, oh, <laughs> is it okay to stay in a relationship if you're no longer in love with your partner? Ooh, that's, that's tricky. Um, that's why I asked it. It depends. I think it depends on on how far gone things are, I guess. Mm. And like it depends like are you like have you just fallen out of love? Like is there a position where you can kind of reignite things? Or is it, this is just, isn't going to work anymore. If it's not going to work anymore and depending like for me in particular, you know, there's kids involved. I think that if it's not going to work anymore, then, then no. Um, mm. If there's opportunity to kind of make things work, then try to make things work. Um, but if not, then why put everyone through something that's not going to work? And you're saying that even with kids, it's okay. If you're no longer in love, just leave it behind. Ooh, that stumped her a little bit. It's that's a hard question. I mean, I know. this is why I had icebreakers. So now you're already in the wild card shit. So now you get the hard one. <laughs> <laughs> this is what we want, though. This is what, that's we, what want. we want. So we want. Yeah, I mean, I think it. I really, it depends on the situation. It depends on what happened. Like, mm. did we okay, just so slowly kind of grow apart, or like, did something break? Like, did did something go wrong? Um, where it, it, things can't be repaired. Mm. Mm. You were gonna say something, Ryan? Yeah. So, like, if you were to put yourself in that position, Danny, uh, can you like describe to us a certain situation where you would want to make things work with said partner? Sure. I mean, I think sometimes, like in the day to day routine, um, especially with having kids and and stuff like I read sometimes about people going through like a roommate phase where like you're kind of like just coexisting with each other um but like you're not really like spending time together you're not really hanging out and like that connection together isn't really there um so for there there's opportunity to kind of reignite things um where like if you guys get into a fight and you argue about something um or something that's common that people fight about will bring one that's forefront to the mind with three four of us that have worked in the financial industry, right? Money. Mm -hmm. That's, what, People that's argue right. About money. Oh, um, reach. Yes, absolutely. And if, if y'all aren't on the same page and you can't get to the same page, that might be a deal breaker, right? Mm -hmm. um, so it really depends on, on the situation. But if it's something where you're in, um, like I, I see it on TikTok all the time, people that are in like a roommate phase, um, that's something where you can kind of reconnect, um, do extra date nights or things like that and, and kind of restart things. Mm -hmm. that's something where i would absolutely try to re reignite everything that we could mm -hmm. i wouldn't just throw mm -hmm. everything to the wayside i like it mm -hmm. anybody else want to chime in on that topic dre that was a very good answer very informative answer he's <laughs> <laughs> making faces what's up girl sounds like danny is 150% sober and <laughs> now I want to hear the drunk thoughts. Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> to Danny's point, you have to work on it. You have to put in the effort. Both parties have to put in the effort. 
to see if you can reignite the spark. But mm. if it's not there, why continue to put in the effort? So to an extent, I agree. Mm-hmm. You're like holding so much back right now. I, t- <laughs> I feel like I turned this into a whole thing, but no, but that's what we want to hear is your perspective on that. So, I mean, if, if you agree, that's, that's something, but if you're like, eh, no, then it's, that's something different. If at least one party is willing to put in the work and fight for it, there's a, there's a spark that's still ignited and lit mm. and it's worth the fight to continue to work on it. Kids are not like if there's a spark there, continue to work on it but if both parties obviously aren't willing to per- pursue that like why are we wasting time like mm. time is of the essence and obviously we have a very short time here on earth mm. uh, yep. i like that That's a really good point. let's make good use of it absolutely but good things are worth fighting for so if, they, if there's mm. still a little bit of the spark that's lit let's fight for what what's worth it yeah um yep absolutely for a certain amount of time i think if one if it's a very one-sided pursuit um depending on the on the amount of time uh if that's not being reciprocated or what have you like at some point like we can only do so much we can't force it we can't force love right Mm. so um yeah i i think to my to my point is worth fighting for, but for a certain amount of time. We can't we can't continue to fight um for forever. So as long as it's there, um pursue it. Like as long as you have that fight, but don't force it, I guess. No, I like that. That's a really good answer, actually. I agree with that myself. We will move on to the next one because I know this man's gonna be f- happy with this question personally. <laughs> but uh Mr. Ryan, what are your thoughts? on open relationships can they actually work or not all right all right, all right. can they work nope. yeah, but it's not gonna work for me <laughs> that shit ain't working for me though Look, not for I, you yes open relationships um can they work yeah I, i've seen them work mm. uh, they're all over dating apps they're they're all over the place um i like i i can't relate to that i can't speak for them because i'm not like that myself i cannot do an open relationship uh, I value that monogamy and that mm. that level of intimacy that you share with somebody, you know. Absolutely. Um, and I can't. I don't know. I just can't share that with anyone else. Like that. That shit is mine, and no one else's. I feel that. Yes. I actually feel the same way. I think I understand it works for some people, and there's documentaries and all sorts of shit about it. Where oh, I have like five different wives, and they're all equally like taken care of, and everyone has attention, and no one's jealous. Like cool in Saudi Arabia, bro. But like. I think a modern person, that's almost impossible emotionally to handle. I know personally, I couldn't do it. I, I've, I'm always a one-woman man. I'm happily married. I always have been. Even before I was married, I was never going around like that. So, like, that's really, I think, it can work for some people. But overall, I think it's a bad idea. Danny, what do you think about open relationships? Nope. I don't share. <laughs> no sharing. <laughs> No sharing. Mm-hmm. No. In this wow. case, sharing is not caring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that. Sorry. <laughs> yes. No, that's that's a good answer. I like that shit. No. Mm-hmm. Like like Brian said, I mean, it works for some people, and and for for me and and for Kev, it, it just doesn't work. That's not something that that we're into, and um, I, neither one of us would sharing is not a thing. Mm. What? 
And Kev jokes sometimes thing. like he's got three different personalities. I'm not, you know, <laughs> 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 he's got three different personalities to pick from. Why is he, you know? <laughs> right. It's kind of See, that's different though. See, that's different yeah. though. Like that's a real thing. Like, yeah. I well, it is. So. I mean, with, with women, it depends on what mood they're in that day. And mm-hmm. as, as crazy as, as that sounds, I'll admit to it being a woman, you know, being in a different mood every single day, it really depends on, on how the day's going to go. And you could get a different version of the same person yeah. today versus tomorrow. Um, keep, keeps people on their toes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it sure <laughs> does. I don't know if that's always a good thing to be. Switch up the personalities like that, but I get it. I've seen it. The wife does the same thing. Where... I do not have multiple personalities, but it's the moods are a thing. <laughs> moods. Okay, I'll give I you hear that. Kevin in the background. Yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> Three different personalities at any given moment. They all switch back and forth throughout the day. <laughs> I can see it. I can definitely understand it, but that shit's exhausting. I can tell you that from a guy's perspective and going, you just never know which one you're going to get. And you got to, like you said, stay on your toes. Yeah. But that is a, oh boy, that's a whole different animal to deal with if you don't mm-hmm. know what to expect. Yeah, but so. it spices things up in the bedroom, what I'm saying sometimes. Oh. Because well. it's not like, it's not like your efforts never go unnoticed. <laughs> Eventually, they'll, you know, when they lay back at the end of the night, they'll be like, oh my God, he was so good to me. You know what? I'm going to treat him well tonight. And then boom. <laughs> <laughs> like 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 you saving like you saving Rachel today, you know, from the bird. Like yes. you get later. I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about this. We, we talked about it before the ladies joined us, but yes, I did save Rachel from a bird today. So I probably have a happy meal waiting for me later on. But we won't go there. That's just what it is. Yes. Oh, welcome back, Dre. Perfect timing. <laughs> but, the uh the next question is for Dre because Ryan and I discussed this topic a few months ago. It got a lot of traction, but I need the female perspective on this one. Uh, Dre, is it possible to be friends with an ex? No. Hard no, no. no, hard pass. No, hard pass. Uh, no, because obviously there's always going to be a little bit of that tension, right? Thank like, you. It's, it's a no for me, dog. Like, no matter the circumstances, there's something's going to create that tension and create an issue. Period. No, mm. there's a no for me. No, Danny, what do you think? Well, <laughs> she's like, I'm maybe because gonna... I know her history, <laughs> so I know it's gonna be a different perspective. <laughs> well, <laughs> so I so I'm gonna share this from two different points of view. Okay. Um, one, I was the ex that was the friend. Mm. Uh-huh. Um, we've been together for almost four years <laughs> <laughs> and and from the flip side you know um after i split things off with my ex like i tried the whole friend thing and well here we are almost four years later so i mean mm-hmm. it, it really depends like it it can go both ways so like like dre said there can be that tension there um and i think from the first perspective that i shared that tension is going to be there um, if there's potentially any still still any feelings there um, or anything that's unresolved. Um, and obviously there was something unresolved because here we are four years later, right? Go. Um, or almost four years later, I should say. But um, it gives you a different perspective looking at it from both ends. So. Absolutely. But I think it's... The answer is no. 
Yeah, but it's no for you. But it worked but like, out. But it, exactly. I was going to say, in your case, like, not only did it work out, it was so much healthier relationship after the fact. Like, you yes. grew a family from this. So, like, I don't know if that's a for no sure. for you. I think that's more of like a solid scoreboard. It totally works. But, but like, to be fair, out of a hundred times, how many times has this happened? That's a good point. Like that's one. One time. So, okay. So it's a more of a lottery ticket, you're saying. is It's a no, but there's certain yeah. situations where it does fucking work. Right. Yep. Interesting. I already know Ryan's point of view on this shit, but <laughs> that's all right. I do... I do like Dre's answer a little bit more because I'm more of the hard no category that everybody fucking knows that. Just no, the baggage for me, man. I can't. I can't. Even the chance that it turns into something that Danny has where, yeah, it's great for her. It worked out in the future, but it doesn't work out for the guy you left behind either. It's not always great. So I think it's too rare for it to be a 50-50 mutual. This is great for both ends kind of thing. I don't like it. I think it's it's not worth the risk. It's not worth the temptation and all the extra emotional baggage. It's just leaving the rear view. If it didn't work out, it's for a reason. But well, and to be fair, like neither one of us now we're not friends with any of our exes. Bingo, bingo. So there's some merit there. There you go. <laughs> nice, uh, Mr. Ryan. Oh, oh. Should couples merge their finances or keep them separate here's a bank question for you uh, mm. I'm, ask, yeah. I, I'm asking the single guy of course <laughs> of yeah you're asking the single guy i mean i'm um, curious yes oh all right you said a married couple i just said couples let's say no, hell no <laughs> hell no fuck that shit she can pay for her own shit i'm gonna pay for my own shit you gotta show me you can stand alone before i can even want to cuff you Ooh, wow. I'm good on that. So, okay, but if you're married, are you saying that changes? Yes. If you're married, yes. Absolutely. Interesting. Absolutely. Interesting. <laughs> Danny, you have a look on your face. Do you agree with that? I'm going to do say, uh, do as I say, not as I do. Um, unmarried should keep it separate. Um, <laughs> for for a multitude of reasons, um, should keep it separate. Um, you can have an account that you both transfer equal dollar amounts to pay joint bills out of if you live together. Yes. That's okay. But you, you really should keep things separate. Mm. Again, do as I say, not as I do. <laughs> what does Dre say you should do, though? I beg to differ here. <laughs> I'm going to say L for love. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> I think it's appropriate to have, you know, working in the finance industry, I think it's appropriate to have separate credit cards mm. uh, for those I want to spoil my significant other or your own transactions. Um, have your own credit cards, but have a joint checking account, mm. uh, joint savings account, maybe a separate savings account uh, for something special. But for the most part, consolidating and paying your bills collectively out of this joint checking account simplifies your life, simplifies stress. Like you both are contributing to the monthly bills and um, I will be totally gung ho for joint checking accounts. This is how we roll here. Nothing wrong with that. 
I actually agree. Yeah. I would say I agree with a lot of that, especially because, like, I like the idea of having, like, a separate account just for the bullshit. Like, the fun, you know, my own account just to pay for gifts or, like, to help with a trip or something. But, like, it should be, like, a bill account. It should be, like, something different that you don't both have access to. Not to be sneaky about things, but, like, certain things in my name, should I should be handling that. Like, I shouldn't have to burden the wife with certain things like that. You know, old loans and things in my name that had nothing to do with her that I'm still paying. Like, I think if you have it structured with multiple accounts for specific ideas, that's the best way to not get things tangled up because as I'm sure all of us can agree, arguing about finances is the fucking worst. The, the dirt worst. Sure so, ugh. It plays a huge role in relationships is finances. Oh, And if you can organize it in a happy manner like happy wife happy life right or happy spouse happy house oh so, i never heard that one which is weird happy That's spouse so happy house you never heard that <laughs> that's so simple i've only um, heard the wife section. and life thing <laughs> yeah. if you guys i mean a collective joint account just to pay the monthly bills and then have your separate finances, whether it's setting a certain amount to go into your savings or setting a certain amount to go on your cards. Like as long as everyone's getting their piece of the pie, but the bills are getting paid, everyone's happy. Mm. Period. Gotta get that money right. I like it. I think we're all in agreement about that one, except for Ryan. He's like, fuck all that. But <laughs> Ryan's like, he's giving my money, bitch. My money. But you know what? He's got a damn good reason for all that, so I can't knock him for any of it. But he gets it. I think he understands when you yeah, turn yeah. and you get married, it, it changes. It's, it's different. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. different. It's different, man. Okay, okay. Uh, Dre, Miss Dre, you still you sobering up over there? <laughs> I'm, I'm starting to I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Can we do a part two? That's on a this? no. That's an absolute no. But yes, we'll bring you back. It's already hilarious. However, my question for you: Should couples have access to each other's phones and social media accounts? Oh my god! I'm gonna say the word yes. "couple," not necessarily married couples. Yes, absolutely. Yes. I, in fact, I wish Blake was right next to me. Um, <laughs> yes. I don't think it needs to be like a overly excessive. Uh, it's not like I'm signing into Blake's Facebook every day. It's right. just uh, having the flexibility or opportunity to um, check in if necessary. And not even like I'm trying to babysit. It's more of a I'm just a curious person like. I'm I, I want to be involved. I have what is it called? Is it called FOMO? Fear of missing, missing out. out? Yeah. yeah. So like I want to know what's going on. And if you're not telling me and you're not great at communicating, I want to find out for myself. Like, just let me do it. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm not super invasive that way, other than like just asking the question, like, hey, what's going on? Tell me. And if you're not telling me, show me. Um, mm. but more than likely, like. I see it for myself uh, via my own social media pages, but I'm not, thankfully we have enough trust that I don't have to um, daily monitor like what he's doing. Um, Damn. I should call him over. Babe. (laughs) (laughs) We get it right from the source. (laughs) Get it right from the source. Yeah. 
But it's interesting you mentioned that because I know your husband doesn't have a lot of social media. So I'm going to flip the question and say, what if he was more like you and had a bunch of social medias? Would you still feel the same way? Mm. Oh, that is deep. Balls deep. Mm. <laughs> like I'd we said, like we promised. If he was yeah. me, I would be up his ass. See? Oh, I do have a, so like for me, I have okay, I have Instagram, and because Instagram's public, I don't post about my family. But right. Facebook is family oriented. LinkedIn is work oriented. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I if it was yeah, I might be up his ass a little bit just because uh, I'm nosy uh, and I got FOMO and I want to know what's going on. I want to know everything about everything. So I fucking knew it. I fucking knew it. <laughs> It's easy to say when the spouse isn't doing anything on on social media. So it's like, okay, I don't care. But if he was all up in it, I think you'd feel differently. I'm just saying he is a big time gamer. And I love him for that. He's a huge nerd. So if he's not gaming, but he's on his phone, I'm going to be like, what are you doing? Who are you talking to? (laughs) Tell me more. I might be up his ass. Because I want to (laughs) know. I'm just nosy. I got to know everything about everyone. That's fair. Danny, what do you think? Long answer. So (laughs) if you would have asked me this question three years ago, I would have said yes, 100%. Absolutely. So Mm. now, and I say that because of previous relationship issues um, with a different person and that created a a very large issue with trust. Mm. Um, That being said, I know the password to Kevin's phone. It's available to me <laughs> at any point in time. Yes. And it's, I haven't touched it in three years. Oh, like it's not okay. been. But, the, you know, we what we do, we share each other's things on Facebook and we send each other TikToks. So, like, sure, I know what we're doing. Either that or he's, you know, he's gaming. So Kev's also a really big gamer. Um, sure. So I don't really have a whole lot to worry about. And if I ask, like, what's what's going on, he's he'll, he'll just open it up and show me. Um, Good. not really... There's never really a question um, of what's going on. So <laughs> on the flip side, he can't access my phone because of what I do for work. So are you saying but little dick ever... energy, Dre? You're doing the little dick sign. Little dick? A <laughs> dick sign? I'm playing a heart. You fucking. That's a heart? <laughs> oh my God. What the fuck? I thought you were saying little dick that? energy. I was like, that's kind of bold. What the fuck? <laughs> this is a heart. Danielle, Danielle. This is little dick. Right here. See? I see it. You no, fucking... I see the heart. I see the heart. I oh see my it. God. Good. <laughs> a little dick? Is that a little dick? Oh, my God. I just noticed I cut on my eyes. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? But sorry, Danny, go on. <laughs> That's okay. Um, because of what I do for work, <laughs> um, he can't get into my phone anymore. Um, but I regularly like if we're in the car like he unlocks it so i can or i unlock it with my thumbprint so we can figure out the music situation because you know safety first um, of course. <laughs> <laughs> um because danielle can't do two things at once in the car um i will go there <laughs> yeah i mean i leave my phone unlocked laying around all the time um like on personal stuff otherwise the the words up is pack password protected so um that, there's that extra layer there yeah. That wasn't there before. Well, okay. At least you understand, like, it sounds like the trust is there and, like, you don't yeah. have to worry about things. So, like, your, your guy is nerdy and doesn't do much other than work and do video games, and that's how he should do because life is fucking tough. 
her guy, you know, Dre's guy isn't really a social media guy. He's very military. He's all about his job, about his family. He's not on there. Let me ask this man who's not attached to anybody, but I want him to imagine he finds a girl who yeah. uh, who shares his love of social media and putting himself out there and understanding the world the way it is. How would you feel about the social media aspect of the relationship, sir? Um, I would give my entire phone to my girlfriend and not even yep. think about it. Uh, I have nothing go. to hide. Yes. Um, and like I said, I'm pretty possessive. Um, mm. So, like, if I look at you like, that's my shit, I'm going to treat me like, okay, that's her shit. Yes. Um. So, but I do kind of okay. have, like, a little side I... story. <laughs> oh, okay. What's the story? Morning, like, glory. So, I'm, like, a little traumatized by this shit, though. I ain't going to lie. Because, uh -oh. like, like, there would be moments where, like, in a previous relationship, like, one of my exes would, like, go through my phone. And she'll be like, oh, you used to talk to this girl back in 2016? Oh. And I'm like, yo. Like, well, why does that matter? Like, yeah. Like, that was, I didn't even know it's you then. 2024. Come on. Yeah. Right. And so it's like, I'm a little traumatized because we used to, like, I used to randomly get woken up by her. And oh. we used to just, like, argue about shit like that. Wow. That's and, fair. That's fair. And not, e not even, like, yeah, active is. girls you're talking to on the side. These are girls just in your past no, that you talk to. In my past. Yeah, in my past. Wow. Yeah, See, so that's a different kind of possessive, in my opinion. That's like obsessive. Yep. Yes. To a, yeah. Yeah. Mm, not even to an extent. That's obsessive disorder. That's like you need psych, you know, therapy for that kind of shit. That's nuts. Been there. Mm. Been there. I mean, I've had somebody go into my phone and block people. Oh, man. Like just on your behalf? On my behalf. You betcha. Wow. Wow. That would be something yep. I would see that happens to Dre just because she's out there she has so many different hands and different cookie jars where like you know guys will be looking and saying stuff and trying to dm all the time so i could see blake coming in uh, and being like who uh, the honest, fuck is this dude uh, blake, don't <laughs> <laughs> I'm be honest. and that's one of the things i love about him is that he just i don't want to say like he doesn't have he he doesn't have like a i don't care attitude but a i don't bother him dude like which I respect. And he, I'll be honest, let's be honest. I'm a big flirt. I love to flirt. I'm a flirty gal. I've seen um, it. Can, seen I show it you can I show you his face? Come here. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? What's <laughs> up, <laughs> oh, bro? <laughs> he, says, he says you don't buy a Ferrari and park it in the garage. <laughs> Preach. Preach. <laughs> so, he ain't I even bothered having that level of trust between us um is just is fabulous um Isn't great it's pretty great i would uh and sometimes you know if you get those dms that come through you i'll share it with blake and we'll just laugh about it like that's key that's key yeah like check this out <laughs> look at this motherfucker i told yeah. you man trust is number one without it you can't build a house on unstable ground trust is that and fucking pavement but the fact that you show him and like laugh about it i i love that that's like you're in on oh, the yeah. joke there's no threat to him or your relationship or anything it's just like yeah look at this motherfucker he thinks he has a chance <laughs> that's awesome that's <laughs> fucking dope lines open yep that's right that's strength i love that mm. let's talk about a subject that might be a little tougher for you guys I'm going to give this one to Danny right away. Danny, 
Could you have a relationship with someone who has different cultural values than you? Give me some and context. I will, I will ask you that because your significant other is non-Caucasian. So I'll give you an example. I'll talk about my own personal life. There are, I've been married for almost 10 years, together for 13, but I am a black man, DNA tested. It's approved now. So black man married to a white woman. A lot of times in our relationship throughout all these years, conversations come up where I have to give her perspective about how a black man would view a certain subject or topic or a life aspect, something like that. It even came up today. We were watching The Imitation Game on Netflix, which came out in 2014. Big fucking movie. Had, you know, I think it won an Oscar. Nami, it was about the time when Alan Turing created a machine that helped Britain win the war in World War II against Hitler. So the thing about those movies are timepieces, and they're, you know, built in, like, 1920s, 1930s. And I tell her all the time, I can't necessarily watch movies like that because in my head, it immediately goes to, well, black people weren't even around. We couldn't even be on the same street as these scientists saving the world in these wars, and I can't connect with a movie like this or any other, you know, like The Great Gatsby and all that bullshit. Those old timepieces make me mad because I know my kind would have been spit on and beaten and killed in those time periods. So as great as the movie was, and I enjoyed it thoroughly, that's something where I said it's hard for me to watch those and not think about the fact that my kind wouldn't even be allowed in those. So culturally, I'm always teaching her because she has mixed children, like, hey, these are things you have to think about on your kids' behalf. Your kids are mixed. So they're going to walk down the street and unfortunately, there are going to be certain people who don't see them as equals, even if they're only half black. It's something you have to teach your kids and something you have to be aware of. If they walk into a store, there are going to be some people who think they're automatically stealing. There's going to be some people who think negatively just because of how they look. It's a cultural thing. So I'm not mm -hmm. saying her value is different. She just doesn't understand. I help, I help her to understand it. So for you and for the rest of you guys, I'll ask the same question, too. If someone has a different culture of value, let's say in Kevin's point of view, where you guys differ on those kind of values, do you think the relationship could survive? Yes. Um, and I attribute that to the way that I was raised. Um, I come from, um, a, I guess, a diverse family. Um, I will say I know Kevin is, is half Mexican and that, yes. you know, but um, Kevin knows no Spanish. He knows nothing about his culture. <laughs> he's, like, he's like me. He's like me. <laughs> where I took 13 years of Spanish, um, oh. both language and I understand the culture. Um, and nice. on the flip side of that, um, my dad is Korean. Um, so I've got some different diverse backgrounds going on there. Um and I think about the the differences that Elise may encounter. That's my older daughter, um, with her being a quarter Mexican, but she looks like me. Except yeah. in the summer, she gets really tan. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, <laughs> but but you know, like there there's different things there that will have to be taught um, that you know regular school education isn't going to teach her. Um, mm. Or I think about my sister who is a quarter Korean. No one she's no one's gonna know the why she's like she looks like me with hazel eyes and the only difference is the shape of her eyes mm. um but otherwise she's got the same same hair color hazel eyes um so like 
the cultural part of it um, is is not really something that would hinder a relationship. It's more of like a teaching moment for for our children. Got you. And like what comes next? Yeah, but you guys have the same values, and even if it was different, you think you could make it work. Yes, that's cool. Ryan, what do you think as a very cultural man walking around town? Because could you be with somebody who has different cultural values than you? Yeah. Um, hmm. As long as we are in communication and help us understand where we come from, I think I think it yeah. could definitely work. Hmm. Um, but that's what it takes. So it takes communication and the the want to understand. Um, that's big. If you don't have that, then hundred percent, all that shit is gonna fall apart. Um, hmm. You know, me being Hmong, like we're we're very traditional and we have a lot of customs that we still follow to to this day. Um, yes. What none of it's written; it's just passed down through cultural doings and interesting. Speech. Yeah. So yeah, it, it could work. Yeah. That's interesting that it's not written down anywhere. And I'm not saying that Hmong people would have a Bible or something, but it's you never think about like where it all comes from outside of the Christian religion. Where you know even Muslims have a book, right? You yeah. know, a book of instructions. But for Hmong people, like you said, it's just passed down. Yeah. So that's it's interesting to be a part of a relationship where a person wouldn't actually know that. And has to learn it kind of through you that you have to pass down to your kids just based yeah. on your community alone. Interesting. Yeah, no. And like I told you before, like the world would be such a better place if we just all had mixed babies because then racism Ooh. and I tried convincing Dre to do that, like not with me, but like when I first <laughs> met her, I said, you need mixed babies right away. I don't know what's going on. Ooh. Just let your, you know, do the in vitro thing and you can still be you and Blake's. It's fine, but she needs a black baby just because that'd be. <laughs> hilarious and i think she'd be great I, at it i oh my god sometimes i wish i was brown like <laughs> I, so much cooler than us like to mm -hmm. be honest <laughs> and as long as you recognize it but so i'm gonna ask my opinion siege um I'm just about to yes yeah okay whatever not as super <laughs> relevant to me but um i was gonna I, tweak your question actually I think to Danny's point, I think it's an education opportunity mm -hmm. uh, for the children or even the spouse or significant other in the relationship. Um, I think the most successful people are open-minded. So mm. um, being able to learn is being able to grow at the same time. So Yes, absolutely. Now, I was going to tweak yours because I know y'all are white, white as, as fuck. the yeah. snow. In that house, it is a snowstorm. <laughs> Every time I walk in the house, you should see this house. It's an immaculate mansion that these people live in, but it's so it's so well curated, it's so clean, it's so like midwestern family with like it's it, it looks so nice. I was gonna say for you, religion. Could you be with somebody who had a different religious background than you? Oh, oh, oh that's a good mm. question. Mm. Mm. A little different. Oh, this is deep as fuck. Okay, so I would say... I think we're past balls at this point. <laughs> I would say um, on this topic, as long as the foundation is there and aligned with God as our savior, uh, we can work around the minor differences. However, it's just got to come down to the foundation, right? Like, mm. we can't have a home without... Uh, a foundation so as long as the foundation is aligned in the main core values of um what we believe in i think we can get around the minor differences um 
I mean, we're Catholic, so, and, and that's such a, a, a broad statement to say, cause people will be like, oh my God, Catholics are crazy, but like, <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, experiences, right. So like, um, it's, it's just making sure that we can align on the foundational values and what we, how we want to raise our children. Um, that's such, that's just a discussion to have pre having children, which we definitely had. Um, yeah. Cause otherwise why, why try again, why try to force something that's not there? Like mm. the stars have to be aligned. Yeah. I would absolutely agree with all that. Like, whether you believe in multiple religions or just one, or if it has to be at least a baseline similarity. Because, you know, growing up, I talk about my mother and, you know, how she had multiple husbands and we've gone through different kind of religions. So she's married to a, you know, a Christian one time, a Muslim another time, somebody who's kind of in between a third time. So, like, seeing her not change, but kind of adapt to the different religious backgrounds kind of showed me, like, it didn't really matter to her. Even if you weren't practicing the same religion, you know, I had a stepfather who was very Muslim, would get up, you know, crack of dawn, do his prayers on his rug, and, like, we couldn't eat pepperoni or bacon for, like, 10 fucking years because Muslims, you know, you don't, they don't eat pork or anything. So I didn't know the fuck pepperoni tasted like until high school. That was fun. But that never bothered my mom. You know, <laughs> she had boys, and it was like, this is what, this is the man I chose. This is his following. I'm not, she's not going to mosque with him, but she gave him the space to be and live in his religion. And she did her thing under certain guises of not being disrespectful to his religion. So she, she wasn't parading around eating fucking salamis in his face and shit. Like, you know, if we went out to eat or something, she tried her best not to eat anything with pork, even though she really wanted a fucking pork chop. So, there's like I feel there's a, a thin line between changing who you are fundamentally and just cooperating and compromising. Uh, yep. Yeah. Period. Compromising the things that you can adapt to in your house and pass on to your kids. And I'm sure me not eating pork for ten years probably helped my body composition and fat percentage and all that bullshit. But damn it, sometimes you just want some fucking pepperoni, bro. I get that snack attack so bad. And I love pepperoni pizza. It's my fucking favorite. So, oh, man, that shit sucks. But you get over it. You don't miss it after a while. But bacon, man. No bacon? Do you know how hard that is? You know how much bacon I eat? Oh, my God. So, but I understand. I think you're absolutely right where the foundation has to fucking be there. Yes. Only a couple more questions for you, ladies, and we will let you off the hook because I know some of you are still fighting that brown liquor, and the other one is way past your bedtime. So I'll let you guys figure out which one is which. But Dre's covering her face, so we already probably know what that's going to be about. Uh, Ryan, here's an easier one for you. Oh, shit. But... Yeah, give him the easy one, please. You're, well, you're all getting the same question, don't you worry. But I'm going to start with him because it's the easiest, and he's the co-host. Uh, Ryan, what do you spend the most time thinking about and why? And be honest. I'll answer for him. <laughs> <laughs> you may not know. What do you think it is? What do you think it is? Jags. <laughs> With the G's. <laughs> I'm making it for you. Fair. Uh, fair I'm, assumption. No, you know what? Um, yeah, you're absolutely right. I ain't even gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I ain't even gonna lie. No. And remember, the second question is why. Week, you remember what I told you last week, uh, Siege? I, I've been like just fucking around on these like new dating apps. 
That's right. The Bumble and shit. I learned about Bumble last week. I had no idea what the fuck that was. So I've been pretty successful. So I'm just trying to find my next victim, I guess. Hey, no, we're not. No, <laughs> no victims. Remember, we're growing. <laughs> These ladies may not have seen us in the entire um, fucking show live. Hey, man. Growing. A man got some urges. I know. Some urges. You feel I me? I know. Like I said, you're not a monk. You're not a nun. But, no, man, but we're not just out there in the streets anymore either. We, we but I mean, if I see that. a nice piece of ass, and you know what I'm saying, if, hey, if, if she's swiping, I swipe. Then hey, <laughs> what can you do? I again, I have never used an app or anything like that. I don't know how they all work, and I don't even want to know. But if you're matching up with people, hey, hey, siege. Hey, a wise hey, man, a wise man named Kanye West once said, "If it falls in your lap, it's a blessing." <laughs> Mm. I don't did he mean strippers by that or did he mean like actual blessing? Oh no, he meant like if it just falls in your lap, then it's a blessing. Just anything like, falls in your just lap. Just anything. Yeah. Your lap. Right. Could be tacos. <laughs> <laughs> yes, if tacos fell on my lap, yeah, that's an absolute that. blessing. You are yeah, totally yeah. right. I'm you are absolutely right. What the original question was. <laughs> the well, we'll send it to you next then. The original question is, what do you spend the most time thinking about and why oh mm. oh i didn't say why though you didn't say why you want to say why while she thinks about it and sobers up a little <laughs> bit why Ryan? come on all right, all right. why why um, yeah because sex is fun preach like, preach on brother it's it's a it's great exercise um that cardio i don't know man it's just fun <laughs> it's fun it feels good like it's a it's a good experience. I don't know, man. It's like a sport to me almost. I feel like I'm hooping again. That is how you usually describe it. It's a sport. Yeah, like <laughs> I don't know. And if and like I would never like just like force somebody to do it. Obviously, like oh, of course not. No, yeah, no. But, but I mean, but, if she's down, if she's down, then fuck you it. Got a Vince Carter, you got yeah, fucking you dunk got, on him. Yeah, yeah. Hand in dunk the rim. on him. Yeah. Hand in the rim. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Dre, yes. Now that you've had some time to think about it, what do you think the most about? I hate to like make it lame, but um, come on. I what I think about the most is what my significant other has done for me. Mm. <laughs> I hate to say it, but like, I just want to be dated, right? Like, so yes. I want, I want, whether we're at home or you're planning a date, like, I just want to know that you're thinking about me and you're giving me all the love and attention. Um, so what I'm thinking about is, uh, this is not the greatest answer, but like, what? I love it already. And like, I just want to feel love. I just want to feel the love, right? So if you're not giving me the amount that I'm looking for, I'm constantly think about how you can give me more and telling you how you can give me more right babe <laughs> <laughs> and she throws to him oh my god no i think that's very valid that that's what we're looking for is that real truth of like it, it could be relationship focused but it's something where it's the it means the most to you we talk you talk about love languages and you talk about what's the real foundation of relationship like if that's something to you that has high priority is the what have you done for me? How am I feeling loved and appreciated and connected? I think that's very valid to say out loud, especially if your husband already knows about that. He's If he's constantly trying to win you over and, like you said, trying to constantly date you, even though you guys have been together for over a decade, you know, it's 
I think it's important to say that out loud. So there's nothing lay about that. I like that answer. I'm not trying to be like all selfish or nothing, but I'm just I don't think it's selfish. We're good at communication, or I'm good at communication anyways. Mm-hmm. So you gotta that be was- open and honest about what you want. And for most women, you got to spell it out what you want. You got to write it down. You got to talk about it. Like you got to say it seven times. Mm. <laughs> Actually understand it. The but men are not mind readers. No, <laughs> no, not. they are not. You got to spell it out, say it out loud. Like mm. you got to talk about it for them to soak it in and understand it. That's for damn sure. Betty, what do you think? I'm going to give the unpopular women answer. Yes. It's gonna actually, it's actually gonna be the same answer as Ryan. Yes! There we go. <laughs> Let's, Let's go. go. Yes. Yes, Danny. Yes. Let's go. I love and it. For the same reason. For the same reason. Fucking fun, man. Wow. Yeah. At a girl. It's That's what we're talking about. You said food? Either that or the next snack. Oh, the day. Let me add Can't go wrong. I definitely think about it. It's just not as top of the list. All it's it, it's not at the top of the list, but it's definitely probably like second or third thoughts. <laughs> How did you know that I think about that? Uh, it's fucking obvious. Oh, and she barely knows you. It's just yeah, obvious out of there. Like wow, I was wow. gonna say because most men look think that's face. what they think about. But tell me, I'm wrong, Danny. But like, look at his smile. He's just got that like. I want to fuck. Smile. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I feel like that's like forefront of every man's mind, though. And, and you know, that that might be like grouping y'all as a whole. And I really don't have a whole lot of room to talk because I'm not a man. Babe. And I think the same way. But, babe, what's I mean, on your mind right now? Ooh. The fuck? Come on. Wait, what? He said you. Naked. <laughs> That counts. That's, that's a good that, man. That's a good that's man. A good man. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes. That goes without saying. But him? Yes. I know that's his fucking answer. Absolutely. Oh, man. That's my boy. <laughs> Those are great answers. I fucking love them. Oh, my God. And there's nothing wrong with that, people. That's how it should be. Because it's fucking fun. Because it's, it's fucking, fucking fun. We love fun. All right. Last question that I have for you all. What is your most unpopular opinion in general? It doesn't have to be relationship stuff. I will start, actually. Give you guys some time to think. My most unpopular opinion, and no one's going to agree with me on this show, but I don't care. Taylor Swift is overrated. Done. Completely and utterly overrated. I understand. That's fine. I will lose viewers. (laughs) I will lose listeners. I will lose friends. I don't care. I stand by it. I'm done with it. I can't stand it. She's a Time Magazine Person of the Year. She's on every magazine cover. She's on every fucking concert, every one of my football games. I'm over it. I said she's the devil. The devil. I'm telling you. She is a corporate. She's a corporate stooge. She is a corporate whatever you want to call it. I will give her that she is a great businesswoman, but I can't deal with it anymore. And I have a second unpopular opinion. It's these fucking Stanley Cups are total horseshit. And y'all are brainwashed. And this is the government trying to like, keep y'all fucking distracted from what's really going on out there. We fighting wars. We fighting diseases. But here's your pink-ass Stanley Cup. And then she has a Stanley Cup right now. You see what I'm saying? That's that <laughs> bullshit. That's that. There's a camera. I the like Koala better. Oh, what the fuck is Koala? Actually, 
No, Awala. Like it actually holds the cold more. Like the Stanley Cups, they're supposed to hold the ice for like two or three days or something, and it doesn't even last overnight anymore. Like I fake news. That's false. False advertising. Nope, you're wrong. Who (laughs) is drinking drinks two to three days at a time? I don't need my drink to stay cold. This shit is like sixty ounces, and it cost me five dollars. What the fuck do you need all these Stanley Cups for? Those are my opinions. Again, they're unpopular because everyone's talking about them. But there's your example. Danny, do you have an unpopular opinion you like to share? You could be honest. I, it felt very good to talk about it. My head? No. You're, you're part um... of the machine? <laughs> part of the matrix? It's, it's okay if you are. <laughs> Not everybody takes the red pill. <laughs> it's the green pill. <laughs> That's what he's saying. Unpopular taking. opinion. Um... Come back to me. Ryan, what's your most unpopular opinion right now? My most unpopular opinion? <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh, fuck. Um, that birds are government-made. <laughs> birds? <laughs> yeah. Birds are government-made recording devices. Is that why I was in my house today? Because yeah. I have nothing to hide. Yeah. That's yeah. that bullshit. How do you think it got in, Steve? Maybe. That fucking clock. That's what she's showing us. That is creepy. I'd be terrified if I was in your house right now. Right? I feel like I'm in Insidious or something. I feel like I'm in It. Fucking Pennywise the Clown is coming out of the sewer and shit. Oh, oh my shit. God. I promise y'all. I'll show it to you. <laughs> oh, shit. That was the creepiest fucking thing I've ever seen. There you go. It just, and you just have that in okay. your house. Like, to no big deal. Fair. Okay, here's my unpopular opinion. That is the, the one thing that Kevin has from his mom. So why is that unpopular? Because y'all just said you hate it. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's fucking fair. Well, I didn't have that context. Of course, I'm not going to hate something from his mom, but like, Jesus Christ. That's just like, what the fuck? Sorry, is I, I just made it sappy. <laughs> I don't know I'll anybody. Think it's better. That's okay. You don't have to have an answer. I put you guys on the spot for a reason. I just don't think I've ever seen anybody have that kind of clock who was under age 80. So. Seeing it in I've your never house. Seen it. it was it was custom made for her. I've never seen a clock like it. Wow. Somebody made that. Why not like any clock like that? Cuckoo clock or some clock that makes noise every hour on the hour. Usually age limits like 70 plus. So seeing as you are 13, it's a little jarring. <laughs> I'm 28 now, thank you very much. 28. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. I always give Danny Craft being the youngest. She's the baby. In the family, so she's always the youngest. She doesn't know what VHSs are, so I have to give her shit for yes, it all the time. Oh. <laughs> Unpopular opinion: I am not um, Gen Z. How about that? Mm. Okay, that's fair. I'm a millennial. You are a millennial because Very I will young. not be looped into that damn generation by four days <laughs> or some bullshit. <laughs> it's real fucking close. Real close. Uh, I know Jeremy, it's real. I was supposed to be born on Christmas of 95, so. <laughs> you you hold on but those four days. I will. I will <laughs> to the day I die. Nice. <laughs> uh, Dre, do you have an unpopular opinion? I mean, I, th- I think I have a few. Um, Ooh, a list. Ooh. Yeah, I feel, like, I feel like I could go down a list. Number one, like pickle juice slaps. Like, I love oh! pickle juice. Okay. That's okay. not a popular opinion. <laughs> it is if you ask me. My wife loves it. I don't get Fuck it. Yeah. I don't understand it. I know it's really good for you, though. But pickle I can't. Juice. I can't. Oh, that's good. Do it. Juice. Oh, you don't God. Then don't drink pickle juice. Yeah. No. Exactly. 
No, thank you. Go on. <laughs> um, Gross. I too, I would agree with you, Taylor Swift. I can I can get down with some of her songs, but I do think the hype is overrated. Thank if, you. Like, is it Taylor Swift for president? Shut the fuck up. Like, sit down. Thank you. What? Oh, thank you. I feel like I'm going crazy. I'll give you. It's too much. I'll give it's you too that much. One. It's way too much. Calm down. Like, it's too much. Right. Love her and appreciate her and respect her for the song. But my whole fucking TikTok feed or Facebook feed or conversational piece does not need to be geared around Taylor Swift. Love mm. you. But shut up. Mm. Thank you. Mm. Give me one more. Oof. One more. Um, I don't know. I th- I feel I hate to be like all political, but like fucking Trump 2024. <laughs> you may keep that opinion, but hey, that's is. all. That's all it is. Yeah, America's They're fucked. Up, I don't give a damn. Who the president is? is. We are I'm, fucked. We are fucked. <laughs> Either way. Honestly, honestly, Man, I don't give a fuck who's running. It's also terrible. Also, number four, fucking quick trip. Oh. Can we just quick trip? Mm. There is the real for anybody outside of the Midwest. I know y'all got your Bucky's and all your other little convenience no. stores you go to. I'm sorry, Quick Trip is the number one. That's not even unpopular, in my opinion. That just depends on who you ask and where you live. That but is- if you never had it, all of our friends overseas who listen to this fucking show, you either come to America, come right to Wisconsin, and hit up your local Quick Trip. That is the absolute shit. It's Get the you best. Some chicken Get you mm. the fucking those mm. donuts she's got. Woo! Those motherfuckers slap mm-hmm. first thing in the morning, bro. First thing. <sighs> and oh man. Or at 11 p.m. Or at 11 o'clock at night. I was when you're just gonna say, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's, very, it's so great at night, too. Oh, you can't go wrong with those. What are they called? Dunkers? No, what the fuck are they called? They're called drunkers. Drunkers. <laughs> 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 That's even better. I love it. Oh, my God. Well, I love that we had you ladies on for all these great insights. I mean, we really fucking appreciate your time. And I know, again, we had to kind of wake one of you out from a coma of your own doing. And the other one (laughs) was prompted on time. So we appreciate both of you. Uh, As a parting gift, I'm going to ask you each one urban trivia question to see how well you know black people before you depart. And Ryan and I play this game all the time for shots, but we won't make you guys drink shots unless you absolutely want to because it is kind of a tradition, but I know it's kind of late. Danny, and I don't expect you actually to know this, but they're multiple choice. Let's see how well you know black people. Your question, who was the first rapper to do anything ever? Was it Jay-Z, Drake, Lil Wayne, or Soulja Boy? And you have 10 seconds. What was the second option? You have Jay-Z, Drake, Lil Wayne, Soldier Boy. Oh, Who was the first gosh. to do anything? Of those choices? The yes, first it's one? Jay-Z? Jay-Z. Incorrect. The answer is Soldier Boy. <laughs> really? <laughs> you don't know what Soldier Boy dance? I told you, you're fucking young. You're fucking young, man. Yeah, are we <laughs> sure about that? <laughs> now, listen to the question. It was the first rapper to do anything ever. These aren't necessarily technical questions. Of course, Jay-Z's been around a lot longer. But okay, everyone, everyone knows the Soldier Boy dance, man. Come on. Well, yeah, I knew that, but oh, these I are tricky. We were talking, uh, those, that was a trick question. I told you. Give me the other one. Tricky. No, 
They're all trick. They're all tricks. Except for Damn. the one I'll give Ryan, but the one oh, I'll give Dre is a little bit better. Let's go. Uh, Dre, on the movie ATL, what was the name of the skate group? What the fuck? Hold on. What the fuck is ATL? Give me a different that's, question. Nope. That's abbreviation for Atlanta. And I know you haven't seen this movie, but I want you to guess just based on the multiple choice questions. Oh. What's the name of the skating group? The Truth, The Ones, The High Rollers, or The Saints? High Rollers, duh. Wrong! It was the one, the ones in ATL. <laughs> Watch more black movies. That's your lesson for as the day. You me, <laughs> as you would always tell me, Siege, when we were working together, you would always say, "Why does it got to be black?" Huh? Yeah. And this know, time, you always tell me to watch uh, more movies. So. Exactly. <laughs> oh, that answer was very valid. It's never. It doesn't always have to be black things. But when I say it, it has to be. I'm wearing the melanin shirt today. So you get some black questions. That's how melanin works. I'm it like makes right me there. right. Wanna... You're, you're like, yeah, Ryan's like right about right here. There, yeah. <laughs> and I'm about eh, I'm about like about here on the scale I'm of melanin. You guys, you guys are like about here. You're you're, Literally. you're about that white. You're about that white. So wow. <laughs> and last but not least, the question for Ryan. Ryan, what? who was the first hip hop? Act to ever win a Grammy. Now this is real. Oh run, yeah. Run DMC, LL Cool J, Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince, or Eric B and Rakim. C. Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. Yep. Ryan knows black people. It is Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. He's got it Get correct. <laughs> y'all That's need some more. <laughs> you need some more melanin around y'all. Oh my uh, god. <laughs> that was a great question for me, Siege. I, I knew that it. question. You're welcome. I didn't even <laughs> get that one. <laughs> we gotta test the Caucasians. You know how it goes. That's why I laughed when you asked Danny her question, because I knew it <laughs> and I knew she wouldn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks for being a good sport, ladies. We definitely appreciate you. Now, Dre, I know you got a whole bunch of socials. We'll post them in our, our social page, our Facebook. We'll definitely shout you out. Danny, I know you don't really like doing the social media and putting yourself out there. So if you want us to, we will definitely shout you out. However, if you want to stay under the radar, it's all up to you. You just let us know how you want us to shine for you. Because what we like to do, we like to uplift other people, especially ones who come on the show. Put your name out there. Dre, are you joining the Miss USA pageant again, or are we done with that now? There is a chance. There's a chance. Do it. Do There's it. A chance. I've been Do trying it. to get Only her. Brian shows up. Oh, I'll, be I'll be there. I'll be there. The dream is still alive for me to There's be backstage there, at the pageant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yes. I got I to gotta find. You got to help me find my next victim. Oh. <laughs> so I'll be there. We, he's going to be waving. He's going to be in a loser bracket just waiting for oh. contestants who don't make it. He's going to be just there with a towel and water and just be like, Good tidings, you know, he's gonna help them yeah. put themselves back together. <laughs> See, we own some, we own some. I like it. I've been telling Dre that for years. Like, yeah, I'm just saying, we're gonna get back there backstage. Where, what uh, place did you end up in that pageant last time? Second place, Second. first runner up, first runner up, Miss USA, first ladies and gentlemen. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. And I said, next time, we're getting gold, getting number one. And we're taking over the world. That's how we're going to fucking do it. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. I hope you ladies come back. We really had a lot of fucking fun talking to you. Really appreciate it. And honest to God, like, we're going to try to do more of this shit. My, Ryan and I are always talking about relationships. 
and trying to get people on here just to get their perspectives going. So I think it was a great start. We're in year two. It's a one-year anniversary today, so thank you for making it very fucking special. And again, we'll get your socials out there. Ryan, do you have any last words for your adoring fans on our one-year anniversary? It's been the same for the last three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Let me guess. Wear a condom? There you go. Wear a condom. <laughs> Wear a condom. <laughs> you ladies need to go back a couple episodes and listen to this man talk about a roller coaster conversation he has had about that very topic. And especially the first 15 to 20 of this episode are the results of that conversation. So for all of you who have not heard it, just a couple episodes ago, go back and take that play button and smash it. And then tell all your friends to come see us. We are at the bank bro show. That's YouTube. We are at gmail.com and that is on Facebook and we are at bank bro show on Instagram. So plenty of action to find your boys. And we will be back next week, as we always are. So lots to talk about. Back to sports. Football is on and popping. NFL playoffs are in effect. And the Green Bay Packers, like these two fucking love. Although I'm trying to get Dan to be a Bears fan. I think I'm almost there. A little more grooming. And Kevin is a big Bears fan. So we're going to get her there. But Dre is fucking green and gold till she's fucking dead and cold. So, yes. Yeah. Enjoy you enjoy your Packers getting smacked by the Niners this weekend. We'll find out what happens there. But if y'all want to come back and talk about sports, we'll always bring you back for that shit too. But we, we'll let me just it. put it this way. We have one good playoff game. What do you have? None. Oh, but man. I don't pretend like I do. Oh, That's man. the difference. I know. Just I, hates I, on the I know See, I just hate <laughs> on them blindly. I know we ain't shit. We got to <laughs> remind y'all y'all ain't shit. That's the difference. We got to remind you. But the same way, we got to remind Cowboys fans they ain't shit either. So thank you for handling that fraud team. And now it's your turn to get handled. Now it's your turn to get handled. See? And that this way, this man's Detroit Lions can be Super Bowl champions. And that would be fantastic. So let's I'd let the play Green Bay. Green Bay would be fun. That'd be a fun fucking game. Woo! We did get some shot bets for that game, too. <laughs> uh, for the rest of y'all, again, come back and see us. Because Bank Bros are always in your city we are always here for you and you can always bang, bang, bang on, on it. one two three <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>